like the new Frasier, proving that just because it's new doesn't mean it's good. Anybody. If you flashed a 20 in front of me, you said take a bite of this, few maggots on some rice, I would do it. And Dawn. I love mashed potatoes and potatoes so much. Where I would say I'm bi when it comes to that. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Uh, we'll start with this uh, email, rad at radradio.com. A lot of times, the uh, first segment, we go back to the previous day's uh, show. We got this one from Hawan. Ooh, it takes Hawan to know Hawan. <laughs> uh, he's writing in about no disclaimer this time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to disrupt your ability to, you know, to do your job there by pausing. I was wondering, I'm yeah. like, hmm. Should I do it here? <laughs> oh. That's all. You know, it's only, it's, we've only been doing it for eight, nine years or so. I know. Sometimes we get rid of things, but probably not that one. Probably, probably <laughs> that one we'll, we're going to keep. You know, just, just to try to stay on the air. Yeah, you never know. I might forget. Um, so yesterday, so wait, uh, 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 producer Nick is uh, is with us this Yay, week. Nick. I'm helping. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yesterday, I mentioned on the air at one point that my wife had texted me about how much uh, she loves it when Nick's on the air, uh, and that she was going to start texting uh, Nick's wife uh, to uh, to to get the, the, the gears in motion so that they would move back here so that Nick could be part of the show every day. Uh, to which Nick responded, "Never going to happen." Yeah, he escaped California. Which uh, ah. uh, Juan uh, Juan writes the uh, hysteria always with the digs. I swear to God, I swear to God, can't just let it go. I can't. I mean, I can't. Th- there's 40 million people. More than half of them are very happy to be in California. Good for them. I'm High one of them. I'm one you. of them. Love Good. it. Glad. That's amazing. <sighs> I'm happy while I'm here. Wait, you were literally just talking yesterday about how you were raised. That if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And then, and then right out of nowhere. It's not like anybody asked. Right, just out of nowhere. Boom, blind shot. No, I said he escaped. That's it. What was mean about that? Well, you only escape things that are awful. You don't, you don't escape wonderful things. I mean, I like it while I'm here, but I ain't staying. Good for you. If I die before we leave this place, I have to be buried somewhere else. <laughs> Do not bury me in California. Which that, oh my I, God. for a variety of reasons, I'm already going to be doing this, but that would really make me laugh at your death. <laughs> All right, so, so to the point, what's even funnier is what Juan uh, suggested. Says, uh, I love hearing producer Nick as well. I'm with Christina, and I'm sure a lot of other fellow maggots. Come on, Rob, open up your checkbook and offer Nick a fair dollar amount. <laughs> That he cannot refuse so that his wife can quit her job and they move back to do the show every day. So behind the scenes without revealing anything, I don't have enough money (laughs) to (laughs) offer Nick enough money that his wife would quit what she does. Right. As he said earlier in the week, he's got a sugar mama. (laughs) Yep. That he admits it, and and she's she's brilliant and oh, far far too good for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but thank you, Juan. I, I share the sentiment. It's it's great to, to have Nick yes, here. Yes, we love it. Uh, speaking of that, uh, James wrote in. Uh, I think the was the last time you were on the air, Nick, when you did, had to do the was it that long ago the emergency fill in for Brandon? I think so. Okay, so the last time we asked this question, if I remember correctly, Brandon had not felt comfortable enough yet. Or it brought up bad memories or it, mm. or it triggered things or something like that. Now, maybe something's changed or maybe I'm forgetting. But James wrote in and said, Brandon, I finally got to listen to the show, the first show, when Nick filled in for you. That first segment is Radio Gold <laughs> and will put a smile on your face. Aww. So this was what, late 2020, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Brandon had to take some time away and, and Kyle was new and Nick tried to fill in. He did fill in, but Nick hasn't done the technical side in years, doesn't know a lot. I know that you got trained up, and that first segment was just an endless 
cluster cluck of hilarity. Yeah, so I remember the, the, the date. It was my wife's birthday weekend. So it was Aww. October 24th or that, that week of a couple of years ago. And look, Brandon and Kyle have done an, an amazing job of training me as best they can and all this stuff. But look, <laughs> this is not like 20 years ago when I had like like a website and a laptop and one other thing. It's 19 things that Brandon is doing at, at any given time of the show. <laughs> and everything's I, been updated, yeah. right? You're probably like, what is all this? And I'm, I'm not surprised that, that things went the way they did because sometimes it, surpri- it, like, it, it amazes me at how many things that Kyle and I are, there's so many plates that we're, we're spinning at any given time. So I do feel like I will listen to it, but I just don't like listening outside of work. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, it's not because I don't like listening to this show. I'm not, I'm entertained by this show. Um, and it, especially if I'm not involved, like right. it, it, for uh, that show to not include me, I mean, Kyle can attest to this. Whenever my voice comes on during a best of or a commercial, I turn down the volume in the studio and say, shut up. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, yeah. I do want to go back and listen to it. I I feel like I'm far enough separated from the awfulness that was the end of 2020 because weeks prior to that, I had a seizure. I was going through so much crap and I just, I felt like less than human. So, you know, right after that happened, I wasn't going to go back and listen to it because it would have put me back in that, that headspace, you know, because it's that placeholder of that moment in time um, that I would know what, what I was going through. But now that time has, has passed, I might do it. I, I do think, Brando, because of what you said, when you're, when, you, when you're in the right headspace, you'll enjoy it because you're not involved. Um, because there were, there were some moments when you guys were doing bad radio without me that I checked in um, or my wife had me watch something on Rad TV. And it's hysterical. And, to, and, and since you're not involved, it makes it it makes it a, a lot easier to to listen once you're ready to deal with the subject again. Yeah, I, I think I'm just have to wait till I retire to uh, to listen to it. <laughs> have the time. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe like the best. I'm I'm trying to like, um, like we're I'm I'm trying to like feel what that feels like, and I think the best I can relate to what you said is that's why when I tell you guys I haven't listened to certain rock music in a million years, right? I mean, music I used to love, but I, it takes me to, I don't have any regrets, but it takes me to a time and place and a person I was and the dirty drugs, and I just like can't listen to it, which sucks because a lot of it's great music, but I just it takes me there. Those are all of my memories when those songs come up of that time. I'm like, no, thank you. Don't need to relive it. So I think, Brando, if you can ever listen to that segment back and, and have, what's that word, schadenfreude? Oh, and just, yeah. Like, just the joy of listening to me just fail in front of a gigantic audience. And I do that thing, you know, like when you watch movies and you see like the, the errors behind the scenes, like you can see, oh, I, th- I know how to fix this. So I would have that feeling of, oh, yeah. if I were just there, I could have just hit that button and done this thing and moved that around. It is a blooper reel. That's a great way. And, and Kyle, at that point, how long had you been with us? I think I was in the interview process with you. I remember uh, it was, I think that around that date is when I came in and did an interview because I didn't even come into the studio until late November to start working on Oh, you were here? No, I, I oh, remember when, right. when that happened, Nick filled in, and then oh. I remember getting a text from you either a day or two later, oh. and then I had an interview process with you. Wow. See, you've become such such an integral part of the show. I just I, I just assume you're always here, exactly. knowing it was 2020-ish that, that you were here, <laughs> I, and I thought, so it was just you, Nick? Yeah. No wonder it was such a mess. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. I just remember it was quite oh hysterical. Uh, all right. Next update from uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, somebody. Oh, but I'm sorry. Before I do that. So, so Dawn, 
when, when, when we play, you know, when we come back from commercial breaks, we do bumper music. And so when we play songs from that time, does that bother you? Does that trigger you when you hear the, the intro to a no, Motley Crue it, song or It's something? such a small snippet. Oh, okay. A memory might come back, but I, I hate saying sometimes when they're fun memories because that well, doesn't help people. They think that they can do and live how I lived and turn and not die. Like the only reason I think my best friend from from childhood um, and I can look at some of that stuff fondly is because we made it out alive, right? It's not a it's not a promo to do it, right? You know, yeah. but there, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's like... it, there's a way to to to, to express in, in in a in a long longer form conversation that in the moment we were having this amazing time and I can look back and I can laugh and be so thankful that I lived through it or something like that sort of thing. Yeah. But you really shouldn't do it. You know, that, that all that yeah. together. All right. Yeah. Uh, from uh, yesterday, uh, somebody wrote in and wanted a, a quick uh, recap on uh, Tuesday's election, which the first thing was it was news to everybody on my staff <laughs> and most of the audience that there was a, an election of some note uh, uh, across the, polls. Uh, the country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just in terms of... Uh, as a harbinger for the presidential election of 2024. Uh, and uh, the, the quick recap was that, once again, the Republicans should have done much better than they did. They lost in some places they shouldn't have, uh, and especially in the environment that we're living in with the state of the economy, border security, World War III on the precipice, who knows. And yet the, it, was a, it was a much better night for the Democrats than it should have been. Again, this is analysis, not opinion. And I had mentioned that uh, from exit polling and such, once again, the the thing that's dragging the Republicans down is abortion. They just will not pull their heads out of understanding that the, the American people, like it or not, and I have my own opinions on this, overwhelmingly support some form of legalized abortion access. And these laws where it's six weeks, that's not that's not a, you can't that's not pro-choice. Um, in other words, the, anytime after six weeks, you can't get an abortion. Some states are doing that, things like that. The, the other thing is, and, and this is just, the, 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 this is not about Democrat, Republican for me. It's about, can we please, these things that we all agree on. How many things do we agree on in this country? Very few. Negative seven? Yeah. So anything that we have a plurality or, or, a, or a preponderance of people saying, just do it. Come on. Which, whichever part, like for example, Democrats, secure the goddamn border. Ugh, please. There's there's an overwhelming amount of us on both sides of the party that would like that done. Now back to you, Republicans. Legalize marijuana. This is the Yay. other Amen. social issue. You are so far goddamn behind on to the point where Ohio, which used to be what we call a swing state, it's now a Republican state. It's a red state. Those voters passed a ballot measure legalizing cannabis for recreational use, making Ohio the 24th state in the country to legalize recreational marijuana and joining a trend of conservative states allowing cannabis use. So even in conservative states where you let voters vote, they're saying, just let us smoke our pot. In Ohio, adults 21 and over uh, can buy. Brandon, Kyle, you guys are the experts. Is this a, <laughs> is this a lot? Uh, uh, if you're 21 and over in Ohio, you can buy and possess up to two and a half ounces of cannabis. Oh, that's more than you can buy here. You can only get an ounce in California. That's two. Uh, that's that's a time and a half. That's basically. surprising. Yeah, yeah lucky. I mean, can you all just keep the smoke in your house, though? Yeah. <laughs> Please, I'm and tired of smelling it everywhere. You can <laughs> you can grow plants <laughs> at home too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, grow it at home, smoke it at home, eat it at home. You're good. Um. <laughs> How American have you done? <laughs> and uh, yesterday, Gallup released a new poll showing an overwhelming 7 in 10 Americans say that marijuana should be legal. 
at the turn of the century, this century, just 23 years ago, that was only a third of Americans. We have, we've moved on. We've progressed. God damn it. Just please, for the love of God. All right, next email, rad at radradio.com from yesterday. Kyle wrote in uh, and said the segment where Rob was talking about booger picking was pure gold, Ugh. especially with Dawn icked out. Yes, disgusting. Hey, 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 hey. Don't blame me. I didn't bring it up. Somebody wrote in, a guy, just like we're doing now, right? Uh, yeah. Early morning listener mail. Uh, look back, he, he had gotten caught up on some old shows, and he wanted to ask us a question. We answer questions all the time on the show. Do you like, when it comes to boogers, do you like the pick and pull or the snort and swallow? <laughs> I think actually he phrased it to snort and chew. But There you go, huh? swallowing it. It's snort, chew, and swallow. So Yeah, listen, it's not about the picking of your nose. 99.9% of people do it. I don't I'd have like that to, stat. I'd like to say 100%, but, you know, we can't do that, right? But I do I get mean, a great visual people... of a nun picking her nose <laughs> yeah. when you say everybody. Uh, Honorable mention for the honk method, where you put your finger against one of your nostrils and honk out whatever's blocking up your uh, nose. Uh, 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 okay. uh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's not the picking the nose that I'm grossing out at. People do that here and there. It's the, the love you all have for it and the names you give it. And the, the thought you put into yeah, it, Nick, of, of all of it, that's the disgusting part. I've, I, the honk method sounds to me like a snot rocket. Is, is, oh. Are those the same things? Or what's well, the it, name? It, sometimes like there's no there's no snot in the nose. There's just a big clog. Oh, and yeah, if you catch yeah. it just right, you can like like just blast the air out, and it like lifts it off the nose and just honks oh. it right out. And there's like a noise that comes with it. That, oh, re- yeah. that reminds me of how I learned about you know all of this. My, my you know when you're really 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 young, you take showers with your father. And right. he he would be in the shower and he would just take his right hand and he would blow his blow it right into his hand. Ah, God, and, and no! So you've just you've made me think of Horace. Thank you so oh. much. Nick. Oh. Is that your shampoo as a child? Okay, <laughs> no, no. Going back to Nick's boogers, where you get those good ones that come out. Sometimes they're a little chunky. And I missed the days when I was a little kid where I wasn't afraid to eat my boogers because the boogers really weren't that bad. They were a little salty and a little crunchy. But now that I'm an adult, I'm afraid of society judging me for eating my boogers. But deep down, I kind of want to try them again. Oh, yeah, well, save them on your wall and eat them when you get home. Oh, yeah, just yeah, just as, as best you know what you do is you just when you when you have to pick your nose in public, you just go okay. But it, you know, relish that oh. time at home when you can well, eat them. Well, here's a guy move. I mean, wipe it on your pants. That's what you guys like to do, and then it's there for later. When you take yeah. your pants off, you can lick it off. They oxidize or yeah. something when they're exposed to air. They they're, get them they're, fresh. Not, they're not, oh, okay. yeah, they're they like, don't, uh, they, don't care. they don't keep. <laughs> they're like oysters. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, Are you, you going to walk around with an oyster in your hand for an hour and then eat it? No, probably yeah. not. But the fun part about wiping them on the pants is you forget about them and they dry out and get really crusty. So later when you flick them, you get extra distance <laughs> on the flick. Uh, Tammy wrote in a couple hours after the show edited and said, I'm catching up on Wednesday's show. And we are talking about boogers and snot. Y'all are gross. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Snorting. Really? Right? And I've got Bo's headphones on listening to this. Poor Dawn <laughs> stuck in there with yeah. you gross booger dudes. And apparently they're going to do it again right now. Which, by the way, that's what, if Dawn ever leaves the show, we're not going to replace her. We're just going to change the name of the show to The Booger Dudes. <laughs> well, I've got one more question about boogers. Is it still considered boogers when you feel like you get it out of your lungs? You know, the phlegm in your lungs? Yeah. Is that still a booger? Yeah, that's, that's phlegm. Butter. That's phlegm. Yeah, oh, lung butter. There you go. Okay. By the way, Tammy finishes by saying, Brandon, you are no longer my favorite with all of that snorting and hawking. Uh, there you go, honey. God. We also, uh, yesterday... Just disgusting! Did a... Uh, 
<laughs> oh, that was that wasn't even a sound effect. That was Nick. No, right. that was real. Um, I mean, Nick uh, or Chris rather wrote in because yesterday we also did gross food stories submitted by you. Uh, whether it was something you experienced or, or even had the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Rottweiler who vomited up an entire whole sandwich uh, and then ate it again. Things like so, anything involving food. Uh, there was one straggler here. Chris said, me and a buddy were trying a new restaurant. I was three-quarters done with my plate. The waitress stopped by to ask how we're doing. And that exact moment she looks at me, I feel something in my mouth. I reached in and I pulled out an eight-inch long hair. Uh-oh. No, no, no. Oh, no. oh it's fine. It's kind of no. satisfying. It's hair. Don, Don hair. first of all, if it makes you feel better, it's a dude, so it was only four inches. <laughs> uh, as the waitress looks at me, her face transforms into a face of horror. Oh, God. I found it kind of funny because my buddy started gagging and the waitress was so apologetic. To end the story, we both got our meals for free and asked to come, and we were asked to come back and our next meal would be free as well. Oh, I don't think God. that restaurant lasted longer than a year. We never went back, not because of the hair, but because the food was just meh. Mm. Uh, the hair you could tolerate. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. No. Well, wait. The are you good. are you the are you the straggler on this in I, Guyland? I can't uh, do the the if I have hair in my mouth, I don't like the feeling of it on the lips. It feels like it's gonna cut through a little bit, and it, it I just feel like there's nasty little bugs or something on somebody's hair and little skin flakes, and it grosses me out more than anything. And I'm not usually grossed out by much. I think we just learned something about. Kyle's girlfriend. If I find a hair in my food, I'll floss with it. I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's a hair. Look, I, I like Kyle. I spent a lot of years in the service industry. And the one thing that would frustrate me is with if, if a customer with long black hair would find a long black hair in their food, I'm like, well, where do you think that might come from? Yeah. See, my first introduction of working in the service industry when I was 16 was Golden Corral. And we had to wear hair nets. And I hated that and this is probably why so you don't get hair and people's moves but it, it, it's such a terrible look and then they had you put this like i don't even know a bonnet something that they had this wrap on our head to put over it so you couldn't see the hairnet and then the first time i worked at a restaurant waiting tables where you didn't have to have hairnets it was like oh who cares and then People are finding hair in their food, but you're like, oh, well, not mine. You're like looking at the color. Nope, wasn't right. mine. Exactly. Uh, one other from yesterday, we were uh, doing, uh, blah, 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 blah. how did we get on this? The beans in there. I don't know what was that, a, was, that, was that the same food set? You remember the story of, of the guy who was getting gas and, and he left his window down and a, a yellow jacket flew into his uh, his energy drink? And then it flew, it flew out, and, and he, he was driving, and he's got a yellow jacket down at his crotch. Why did that oh, come up? Yeah. Was that a food story because it involved a drinker? I think it was in the similar segment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Either way, that was the story. Uh, and it got Joe to write in and said, uh, the guy who drank the yellow jacket, yeah, because it was in his, his uh. energy drink. He drank it. He spit it out, and then so he's got he's got to drive. Oh, he's got this yellow jacket. And it's hovering right there in his private parts. Uh, the guy who drank the yellow jacket reminded me of the time years ago when I was flight training in a helicopter during the summer. We would typically fly with the doors off since there's no AC. And during one flight, just downwind of my landing spot, I threw, I flew through a swarm of bees. Oh, oh my God! Oh my and God! They got into the cockpit. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Trying not to freak out and not being able to let go of the controls, I had no choice but to oh. let them sting me until I landed. Oh my! Wow! I had five big welts on my leg, and they wow. hurt like crazy. But the landing was a bit nuts. And then I had to wait for the rotors to stop spinning before I could exit the helicopter. Oh, wow. Oh, That's awful. I don't think of that. Awful but impressive. You should get extra points yeah. on this training. I mean, Absolutely. that's a dude. Yeah. Do you think, you know, we talked about when you're driving and you just roll 
one window down and you get that noise in the rest of the, of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's like that in the helicopter? Like they got to open it up all around? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I can tell you from experience from doing doors off helicopter rides that if if one is closed and one is open it, so like and they do this all the time in the military obviously you do you got the, the gunner on one side yeah. it is it is far draftier or 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 such and you get that noise it, uh, uh, you get the helicopter you can't hear much because oh, of, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, you yeah. got your headphones sure. on you got the yeah, you know the yeah. road so you get more the 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 effect of it i guess Dude, where was this helicopter pilot when kobe needed one i mean he's good at landing true was it i don't think it was it a landing issue or was it a takeoff? No, it was no. it was a disorientation issue. That but the, it was no. really foggy. The pilot should not have been flying, but he was very experienced right. and overestimated his ability. To... I, I didn't in any way mean to step on Kyle's joke there. It's just I wanted to make sure I, before somebody read. Pendus. I don't think I've literally even heard one Kobe joke until now. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, oh no! No, we've like, told a few actually, and there are. And have I, I blocked them out. I can get a bunch. I feel like Kobe Bryant's <laughs> off limits. That's so awful. I, I can pull up oh. a whole bunch for now you. His They're all over. Died with them. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, you're not joking about the daughter. I'm just saying the whole thing. It's just yeah. so terrible. And I'm saying that you should have had experienced right. pilots so they could have lived and still be still embraced right. their presence. Yes, exactly. I, yes, there was, there was no entertainment there. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Are you tired of hearing about Brian yet? Then sell it out, and I promise we'll stop talking about it. No, really, we will. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. A couple of emails, RAD at radradio.com. First one is from Natalie. Hi, Natalie. She wrote in to remind us all why we do this. Subject line, laughter is the best medicine. She says, chemo almost killed me, but I beat cancer. I'm on disability now for a few months longer, and I'm happy because I get to wake up at 6 a.m. with my cats and watch you guys. And I'm always laughing so much. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. I'm so happy you overcame that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And maybe this will make you laugh. You know, other people's pain does that a lot. This is from uh, Kim. (laughs) Hi, Kim. Says, when I was starting the third grade and a brand new school, we were camping Labor Day weekend, and I asked my mom if I could drink the rest of the soda that was on the table. As I took a drink, the entire soda was full of bees. <laughs> they stung the whole inside of my mouth, including the inside oh. of my lips. Oh, jeez. And I had to go to school the very next day because my mom would not let me stay home no matter how much I begged. That's cruel. Yeah. Yeah, she's, that's uh, a bit much. She's our age, Dawn. Uh, because, oh, yeah. Good, oh, yeah. She's got to okay. be. Okay. Right? Yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, yeah, back then, I, I, I could mm-hmm. never do that. But yes, back then, that's what a parent would do. Uh, Get to school. Yeah, I, I could do it still. Are you breathing? Get to school. Kim says my face and lips were so swollen, and I looked like I had the worst lip injection ever. Uh, it was horrible, and to this day, and I'm in my fifties. Yep, she is in our. She's our age. <laughs> to this day, I dump a little soda out just to check if I set down the can. Uh, uh, <laughs> the best things in life are free. Oh, we're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. One for my hobbies. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob Shaw of Change. Win Rob Shaw. 
By the way, a quick uh, immediate Google search, uh, search because that, that, that story reminded me, because of bees, right, uh, of, of Kobe. And uh, Don said, ah, that's the first Kobe joke I've ever, even though nobody told a Kobe joke. Uh, I, I said, uh, I said uh, you know, we've told a couple, and there's plenty. So I just, right away, you just Google Kobe jokes. Endless sheets come up, including right away the 100 best Kobe jokes. I only glanced at one. This was all right now while the song was playing. Uh, what kind of bee can't fly? Kobe. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to do the other 99 after we play Win Rob's Change? Yes. No. I'll pick out the best. I mean, if you're that desperate for show prep stuff. Well, no, the way I the way I the way I determine show prep is if something comes up that's better than what I have planned, <laughs> then I then I dump what I had planned. And I mean this this seems pretty top notch. I think you should shoot your shot. Uh by the way. <laughs> uh Chris, the Princess Spreadsheet in the gay area wrote gay area. in. because uh, I did ask him why did he come up with a comparative statistic involving whooping cough in 1934 and he said uh, why the whooping cough comparable statistic well on a lark i was researching vaccines and historical attitudes towards vaccination and that's one that jumped out at me have i mentioned that i'm a nerd didn't need to we already why was knew. he on a lark yeah. <laughs> yeah last time we we met you you were healthy and not obese and uh, did you get an accident write in and let us know uh caller 18 to win rough change is amanda hello Amanda? Amanda. Hey, girl. Hello. I'm so sorry. I had you on mute. Aww. Oh, that's all right. Glad you figured it out. She Hello, was, guys. She yeah, was my, flushing. My, my finger was yep. headed towards the backup caller right when you came along. So good timing. All right, Amanda, guest number four. Give us the right amount of money and win it. $217.41. $217.41. That is a violation of clue number three. Oh, man. <laughs> the clue that was given at 9.30 a.m. yesterday uh, rules out $217.41 as a guess. Therefore, no clue for you. And we will play uh, Wind Rob's Change again at 9.30 this morning. we got some entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment all right, let's uh, pick out some of these uh, best ones here. I'll just, uh, I, I'm, I'm literally scrolling as I go here. Uh, let's see. You know, Kobe made a real impact on the earth. <laughs> oh. mm. Is this the entertainment news? It's the first ah. segment of it. Ah. Uh, I want to make a joke about Kobe, but it won't land well. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I wanted to play as Kobe in my console, but the game crashed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, not that one. Oh, oh wow, you have a line. Ugh. I, no, I don't have a line. Society does. And I have to edit in real time. 2020 was the first time Kobe has passed in years. Oh! <laughs> That's an inside basketball joke. <laughs> Kobe Bryant jokes just don't really fly well now. Oh. Or at all. Come on, Don. You're not liking anything. No. I'm just waiting for you boys, having your little fun. It's been years. Yeah, you didn't like sports. He, he's laughing. You know that. I don't know that. Wow, there's like seven pages of these things. Good lord. <laughs> oh no, no. Oh, that's totally inappropriate. Oh. Oh my God, no. He sent me that link. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. But oh my God. Oh Jesus. 
What's okay. wrong with people? Nothing. They just, uh, they just, they know, they, you know, they, they laugh. Like, like that woman that wrote in, laughter is the best medicine. Right, things like but, that. I mean, we all have different things we mm. laugh at. All right, I'll, I'll have to, because a lot of them are repetitive uh, type shows. Just to, just to give you an idea. Oh, but darn. If you want to, if you want to find your own, <laughs> like I said, a, a Google search of Kobe jokes. You get all sorts of uh, results. All right, other entertainment news. Uh, you can't do entertainment news these days without your trailer update. That would be Taylor Swift. Uh, well, we could. And Travis Kelsey. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift's next live show is tonight. Uh, she's returning to her blockbuster Eras tour after a three-month break, kicking off the international leg in Buenos Aires, Argentina, on Thursday. And uh, the Swifties are worldwide. So uh, they, uh, the Swifties bought their tickets and for, uh, for this show. Tonight in Buenos Aires, uh, if you have floor seats, it's general admission. So there's no seating, and, and so it's first come, first serve to get to as close as you can to uh, the stage. And mosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Diehard fans of Taylor Swift have been camping out for more than five months. What? Whoa. Don't they have jobs? Yeah. About 240 fans, four tents, each with 60 people assigned to it, are in on a system with two organizers running things as a spreadsheet so that people, yes, can leave, go to their job, Come back and be let in. They've created this tent village okay, you of know fellow what? Swifties. I'm impressed. Right? Uh, honestly. <laughs> they're not bums. They're nope. like, we're going to camp out and work. Let's organize They this. have a system. There's they a got system security. Honestly, good for and you. They, and they have some type of, uh, uh, I, it's not explained <laughs> in the story, they have some type of reward system for who gets to go in first or, yeah. or something hmm. like that. I guess like you volunteer in the, the, the tent city. And you know they're all having fun kumbaya together and, and stuff. Endless <laughs> Taylor Swift songs yeah. being played. So what's the bathroom situation look like there? Yeah. Is there is there porta-potties? Well, I would hope if they're, like, they're this organized, that would suck if right. they failed on that front. Right. Oh, wait, no one called a porta-potty to come in? Yeah, and or, Started. I mean, again, I, I don't know anything about the locations. If people are allowed to leave the area, maybe they're, they're yeah. somewhere we're close. I, I hope they're not just doodling everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the other half of trailer, Travis Kelsey, uh, he's off until November 20th. This is the Kansas City Chiefs bye week. Every NFL team gets one week where they're off during the season, so they will not play this weekend. Uh, they will play uh, next on November 20th. Perhaps the biggest game of the season will be against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles with the best record in the NFL. Now, Travis has said on his podcast that he's going to get as healthy as possible going into the biggest game on the schedule. However, multiple reports say that he'll actually be returning the favor and visiting Taylor Swift on the international leg of her era's tour. Well, that's irresponsible. Mm. He should be resting up. They, they still practice in their off time. No, they do not. Not during the off week. That's, they that's don't. the whole point of the bye week is so that you can get healthy. Oh, I, am, I envision them still doing all no. their things. No, they will not. They'll have, uh, he'll, he'll have all of uh, where, so he'll start. Like midweek next week, he'll have to report again. So he, oh, he could wow. be there okay. right now. He could be in Argentina tonight but for the show. But that's not resting. Okay, going to a show. The flying. Oh, oh first oh, class. <laughs> first class, that dude's being, flying private. Being escorted through back back doors oh. and in through tunnels oh. so he doesn't have to deal with anybody. He's trying to find a seat on Southwest. Exhausted. <laughs> He's all cramped. Oh, he yeah. probably has catered food, too. Yes, yes. I He's mean, eating peanuts. Oh, God. And he has to connect <laughs> somewhere in Chile. Oh, Travis, you, you <laughs> irresponsible fool, you. Oh, that's sweet of him. Uh, no, I mean, that's what they'll have to do. It's just a rumor, but but uh, yeah. so no word on it. But and and I don't know how will we know because oh, the Swifties will find out. Oh, I mean, they'll know. He'll 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 be ushered in through the backstage. He'll stay backstage. I mean, I guess if the uh, I guess the only way we would know 
if he's not spotted, which that's easy to to, to happen. That's easy to make happen that he's not spotted at the show. But if they're together in Argentina or whatever, and they want a night out, then we'll. Launch. I mean, the paparazzi's on it, and they're brutal. They're probably getting offered high dollar to find him. In would you say Buenos Aires? Yeah, I mean, first they would they would stalk him at his house and make sure check when and he follow leaves. Follow him. That's what I'm saying. And then and yeah. then try to figure out where he's going. And, and and then yes, they would. Yes, of course they're getting offered all sorts of money. <laughs> the deal. Probably just going to work at any hotel to see if that's where he's staying. <laughs> Um, another rumor. Two recently single celebrities might be hooking up. Story is they had talks about working together, and in the process, they started crushing on each other. Oh. Crushing on each other. Are they 12? I have a crush <laughs> no, on you. That's not oh. them speaking. That's the story. That's uh, the media oh, speaking. Okay. That's what they're doing. That's that's society's words for it. They're not crushing. They're not saying. They're not even confirmed. This is a, this is a made-up story. Oh. Just a rumor. <laughs> Still. That's the expression. Is it? Okay. Yes. <laughs> they like each other. That's... It sounds very childish to me. Oh, okay, but that's, that's just all. how people speak. Okay. That's all, that's all hey, I'm if saying. that's the thing, whatever, if that's, if that's what all you kids are saying now. Yes, all you 50-year-old kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crushing on you. Uh, they've been calling and texting on the pretense of finding the perfect script. There's another clue for you uh, of working together, but it's becoming almost a daily occurrence because you know you don't need to text every day, but but you do because you're, oh. you're crushing on them. Right. Uh, next clue: He is 68 and she is 47. Uh, who's 68? Uh, yeah, who's 68? That's hot. Why does why does he have to be hot? I just said it's a celebrity. I don't know, because I want him to be. Okay. No, I was just curious. Was oh, just curious. Uh, uh, how old is that guy? Um, uh, oh, Statham. Statham. He's not in the 60s, right? Jason Statham? Where did that come from? Is it Kevin Costner? Oh. That's a- oh. And he's hot. Whoop, whoop. Kevin Costner is the 68-year-old man, and I'll give you a clue on the, the woman. She's the only one mentioned lately as being hooked up with people, and none of it's turned out to be true. Which is uh, like, oh, Kim Kardashian. Not a bad guess. Uh, no, I was going to say the model that uh, uh, Tom Brady was with, and they're not together now, but I guess she hasn't oh, been Giselle Boonchin? No, I haven't heard anything. No, 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 the, the, the model that he was oh, with. Oh, sorry. That you guys hated her face. Oh, is he not with Arena Shake anymore? That's what I read. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Well, that, yeah, yeah. So that proves my point. He was he was only with her for the wild gymnastic sex because he knew she was a butterface. What I read could have been wrong. It's not like I no. researched it. No, not, not by the way, not that I'm sensitive to this. Dawn, if you read it, it's true. Right. There is absolutely nothing I, that's that's ever been printed or said by an anonymous source that hasn't been true. And I didn't care enough to find out. Most of society doesn't, I'm finding out. Okay. Okay, only half a celebrity, but you mentioned they work together. Is it Piper Paraboo from the Yellowstone show? They were going... No, 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 Nick, Nick, Nick. Listening skills, listening skills. They're in talks about working together. They're in the process. She's what? 40 who? Seven. She was... We've talked about her being hooked up uh, or linked up with another uh, majorly single dude recently. Reese Witherspoon! There it is! Oh! Man, Kevin, you could do so much better. Bingo. Oh, really? That was one of my yeah. favorite know, crushes she, as a kid. She's adorable. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon was still, hot. Still to this day, I just yeah. watched her in the season finale of the morning show. Yeah, but Brandon's right. Your 68-year-old Kevin Costner, you can go you can go half her age and do, and do much better. Well, maybe he doesn't Aww. want a child. 
Maybe he wants a grown. No, man. he has. He has. He has children. He has like three children already. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he, you know, a lot of older men are having children at a oh, much later age. But I don't. Al Pacino. I don't anything like. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's gonna wind up not being true at all. By the way. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, Holly Madison. Don, you know who that is, right? Oh yeah, from uh, Girls Next Door. She was with Hef for a long time. She was an official girlfriend of Hugh Hefner. Yeah. She was the main girlfriend yeah. of the harem. Well, first she was there when there was all seven. And then it, it trickled down to just, oh God, the stories are so gross. She was such a mess. When we all were wondering, <laughs> is he really having sex with them? Yes. Oh. He was, but popping a bunch. It's gross. It's oh. gross. Well, so, so how they all would take turns, and they all hated it. I mean, all the stories now have come out now that they can talk that he's dead. And, and cool. to the, to that point, the, you, you've you've watched some or many of the the documentaries or whatever. What kind I of things? All of them. What kind of? I mean, just other than they were all having sex together and they hated it. Like at the mansion in general. What? what that's like a brief sixty second thing that that we we know know. So, from everything, it seems like. The 70s were the worst and very rapey. Okay. Very like drug women with drugs and have sex with them. What about the more modern time when Holly was there? Still very like uh, controlling and mentally abusive. And yeah, still literally you had to have sex or you're out. And it was always a a group thing. It was just all sounded very rapey. Um, And, and, And really the women... Uh, went ahead and went for it because they thought he was going to give them, you know, fame or whatever. And, and and were all of the women part of Playboy or or not necessarily? Like, were they all models for Playboy? So, oh God, now I'm trying. You're trying to now you're picking up my brain. Um, I feel like not. He, you didn't have to be in that room to have Playboy, but I feel like all of his girlfriends at least maybe no, they didn't all have to pose because his three. The, the show that we all really got to know, right, with Girls Next Door, the three of them hadn't even yet posed in Playboy at all. They were just... <laughs> he was grooming them. They were just regulars there oh, at the parties. I thought and they he, were. Oh. They, they did eventually. They did eventually. Okay, he okay. allowed them yeah. to eventually... Perfect. Allowed them to eventually to do it. But he absolutely... I mean, um, uh, Brent, Benton, Barbie Benton, she was all over the place in Playboy, so she was huge with it. And another gal of his that used to be one of his main girls... In her 60s now, and that time was super rapey. She was also in uh, uh, Playboy, and I mean, she talked to like animals, they didn't want to get animals involved. It's gross. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, um, it, it, the, everything we ever thought of that mansion and what was happening was all the complete opposite, not fun, disgusting. On the new Ugh. episode of her podcast, Holly Madison was talking about, and this is why I was asking about were they all basically some form of model, and it sounds like the overwhelming majority of them were, yeah. uh, talked about how staying thin was obviously a huge priority for the ladies of the mansion. Uh, to the point that she's talking about how body dysmorphia and eating disorders were extremely common. To punctuate that, she uh, reports, and she uh, on her podcast, she she said she has firsthand knowledge that this is absolutely true. So many of the women were throwing up at the mansion, bulimia, that the bathroom pipes had to be replaced because of the stomach acid. Whoa. That got in there. Ew. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's horrific. I mean, it honestly sounded like a living hell. Of course, there are people that have fond memories of being there. They didn't live there. They went to the parties. They had a good time, right? And it's and uh, it's it's, like, it's ridiculous that we're we're dragging some of them, uh, as as 
videos or things come out of people that were regulars at these parties without they, without having context of did they know what was really going I, on. And, and, and honestly, if you're just going there for a party to have a good time, I don't know how you would know the ins and outs because the, the girls weren't talking about – they weren't even talking about it with each other because they didn't want to be kicked out. So they're not talking about it with the guests – Right. And so and, and and if these the girls were encouraged to have sex with all the stars that came. So I would imagine that they're just thinking they're going to a party and they get a hook up with hot girls. I, I, I don't know 100 percent. I think there were some that were in on it and Hef's little inner circle they would talk about that knew they had access to any one of them that they wanted. But others are just coming there thinking, oh, pretty girls don't have sex with them. But they were very much all encouraged. You have sex with this famous person, this famous. They were basically hoes. And just doing it because that's what they thought they had to do. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I'm not trying to call them something awful. I think these girls were young and already damaged. And they were easily um, manipulated manipulated, and easily groomed to think this is what you have to do. This is how it has to be. And if you're in that world, it will become normalized to you. And you'll think this is just what you have to do. I mean, look at Hollywood. All those actresses that thought this is what they had to do to get that part or go that next step. Well, you know, the the dark, sad truth is that at a different time in our in our lives, it was what you had to do if you wanted this for the overwhelming majority of them. And I think it's important that we don't lose that context because it's awful. But if they wanted this, this is what they had to do, or they said, the director said, or whoever said, get out, I'll, I'll, I'll take the next one. I'll wait until she'll sleep with me. So do you have to be an actress? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's why I keep saying if, right? Yeah. If you want this, then yes, you have to do this. And up to a point, previous century, that was still the truth. And it's amazing, as we talk about these things, uh, as somebody who grew up with all of these glorious images of Hef, and the Playboy Mansion, and how it was so glamorized. Uh-huh, it was. And, and, and there was never an inkling of anything nasty or, or, or dirty going on other than, you know, like, like people that were anti-sex or, or, or something, that, and, and, you know, they, they just thought it was disgusting anyways because it existed. And then to hear the real story of what was going on is jarring, to say the least. I loved watching Girls Next Door. I literally, now that I've listened to Holly's podcast and watched all those A&E uh, documentaries. I, I, I went back to watch to see if I can look for things. I can't even watch it now. It's not fun now. And it was a it, because what, what now was I it? know the behind the scenes story. And what was Girls Next Door for people? Oh, never... Girls Next Door was um uh, at the mansion. Hugh Hefner and his three girlfriends, Holly, Kendra, and Bridget, and it highlighted them. It was basically highlighting the girls. The reality and show. You go, yeah. yeah, and 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 their life there at the mansion. And, and so and, and you all you, of that. you just said you've gone back and you've rewatched it, knowing uh, what you know, and you. You do see everything. I now? could not rewatch it. I could only watch like one or two episodes because I was like, "Okay, wait." Now that I've seen all this and heard all this, I wonder if I'll see the show differently and kind of pick up on things. It's not even. It used to be a fun show. <laughs> it's not fun now, right? Like the reason you watch it because it was fun, and they looked like they were having fun, and they were like they they were maybe they're not they're they were living a way I would never want to live, but they were still cool girls and relatable. And now when I watch it, I, there's not that same entertaining. I'm like, I can't. Oh, God, no. But to your point, that show was on, I don't remember how long. It was in the two, early 2000s. Yeah, 2005-ish. A couple yeah. seasons. Um, it, it, a long time. It was on for a while. The show, because because to your point of how they wouldn't even talk about it with each other and everything, that show didn't trigger any alarms for anybody. We all thought, oh, well, how cool. So, so there were no, at the time, no inklings no, of. Honestly, it looked like Hef was the sweetest man on the planet and did so much for these girls. And maybe he, I mean. 
he genuinely did nice things for them, but it was also um he was also very manipulative and controlling and abusive. And the girl that ended up marrying him, I forget her name, after all three girls left, Kendra, Holly, and Bridget, um, he had another round, of course, come in, twins, um, and another gal that he married. And those twins, their stories are awful, of rape and all, t- all horrible things. But the girl that married him, she made it clear. Her and Holly never got along, but after Hef died, they wanted to know. He had blackmail on everyone that came in there of videos of them being videoed and not even knowing it. And it was everyone knew about the blackmail room, and she said she destroyed all all of it and made sure to get it destroyed so every all those girls could be like be at peace by the way uh, most people who are manipulative controlling and abusive are also very sweet that's the whole point <laughs> right. of the manipulation and the controlling well, and that's the... what gets you to stay right exactly. with, with him yeah uh, all right let's play tribal trouble right now it's brought to you by fast action pest control they service not only the entire rad radio team including our studios and our homes, but also the entire Sacramento area as well. It's Davis, Stockton, and most of the East Bay area there at FastActionPestControl.com. we got a pair of tickets for you to see Tim Allen. Does he have laryngitis? The show is this Saturday night at Hard Rock at 8 p.m. We're going to give you a three-second song clip. You give us the title and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song title... Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble. Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rhina Palooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. We'll see you there, or we won't. Whatever, you're wrong. And now, back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from uh, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. She says, I'd like to wish my son, Demetrius, a very special and happy 12th birthday. Aww. This boy is beyond amazing in everything he does, and one of the things he's been asking for for months is a birthday shout-out from the Boomer Show. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's 12 and is such a pain in the ass sometimes, he is the most kind, loving, (laughs) and smart young man in the whole wide world. And yes, Rob, I will forever state that as fact. He has all A's and B's in his first year of middle school. He also plays trombone and snare drum in his school band and is starting to learn the clarinet. Oh, I love this. He's an amazing player on his Pop Warner football team. Keep in mind, these are all mom's evaluations. Well, because she should feel this way about her son. Right, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's an amazing player. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Amazing player on his Pop Warner football team and the best big brother a sister can ask for. To be honest, Rob, when you talk about how little Robbie was growing up, I laugh and roll my eyes because I see so much of that in my son. Oh, I'm so sorry. My facetious... Man, that'd be hard to raise. My facetious, clever, and well-spoken son is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Aww. Well, screw his little sister. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing She'll need therapy. Happy, happy birthday. Oh, hug you in the face. I mean, usually parents at least lie about who their favorite is. You're just broadcasting right. it to hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, we got this note from Joey. 
Hey, yo, Joe. Says, I can't wait for you guys to be back on the airwaves in Sacramento on Monday on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. You can wait, Joey, and you will wait. But yes, uh, we will be back uh, on the radio. We're on the radio in Reno on Rock 104.5, as always. Uh, And uh, the entire radio station will be us. It will be live every morning. And then you get best of shows uh, and segments from years gone by. And the morning show repeats in the afternoon show. It's Rad Radio starting Monday in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. Let's get to Treble Trouble. Treble Trouble 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 we got a pair of tickets to see Tim Allen at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento this Saturday at 8. Caller 18. Hello, Daniel. Hello. Hello. You will guess first. If you know the song, you win. If not, we'll go to Dan. Hello. Hello. And Mario, your caller 20. Good morning, guys. It's a you and Mario. <laughs> we are looking for an alternative song. It's, there were so many listed. I could I just had to pick the one. This is really more classic rock, I would think. But anyways, it's from it's from old school, 1968. Brandon, I'm not sorry, not Brandon. Kyle wants you to know that uh, he hates this band. It makes him sad <laughs> knowing that other artists look up to them. Uh, but we don't need you to name the band. We need you to name the song, Daniel. I'm a loser. I have no idea. Okay. What about you, Dan? Uh, the Watchtower? Mario? Uh, I got nothing. Oh, oh, oh man. Nada. You got nada. <laughs> <laughs> The band that Kyle hates and makes him sad knowing that other artists look up to them is the Beatles. Yeah, right. same, Kyle. Woot, woot. Uh, and the uh, song is uh, Mean Mr. Mustard. Why did we pick this one? This is a Brandon pick. Oh. Uh, we were talking about how we hated you, certain bands. Because you love the, the Beatles, right? I do, Brandon? and it's a deeper cut, so mm. you know we're, we have the difficulty level set at a, at a little higher bar, and I thought that this would be a good, difficult song. I don't know if I've ever even heard this song. Such a mean old man. This is one I skip. That is really bad. I mean, Jesus, so even their deep cuts suck. That is, that is really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And isn't it weird how they'll categorize music now? Because alternative music didn't even, wasn't no. even a thing then. No. But that's what right. the, they put them under. Yeah, that's well, strange. But you, Kyle, you were saying they just put, basically listed every sort of genre they could think of. Yeah, there's yeah. like five or six of them. Uh, and I'm like, well, the first one right there is alternative. And I'm like, well, whatever. Alternative oh, it is. The Beatles cover everything, people. Uh, you got two more uh, chances to win Tim Allen's tickets at 8 and 9 a.m. The ninth leading cause of unintentional injuries that led to emergency room visits last year, according to data from the CDC, were foreign objects lodged in people's bodies. Mm. Oh. Mm. I'm listening. Like they fell, <laughs> they fell on them? That could happen, sure. Or they purposely put it somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that be. could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that includes, <laughs> that includes because uh, this is just, this is people. That includes uh. children. Because I remember, Aww. I remember, uh, 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 I was a stupid little kid. I don't know, eight ish, and there, I don't know why. Because I'm a stupid little kid, 
a button off a shirt. I think it had fallen off. So I'm doing what boys do. I'm chewing on it. I'm playing with it. And I decide to shove it up my nose. And it gets stuck there. And I have to go to the emergency room. We always had a fascination with that. Remember little marbles? Little boys would try and shove mm-hmm. up their yeah. nose. Yeah, so, so things like yeah. that. Can Baby I, carrots. And they have a... <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a doctor that tells a story in the report. Uh, he had a, a 10-year-old patient who had a clogged nasal passage that was causing him a lot of pain. Doctor says it took me a while to figure out he had, a, he had stuck a battery up there. Oh! Which, he, that kid's lucky the battery never leaked or anything. And the kid was so embarrassed he didn't tell his parents when he did it. And then, you know, whatever, God. later on he starts to hurt, things like that. So it does include uh, uh, children. But 278,000 U.S. adults, because they did separate it, uh, had to seek emergency care last year. More than half were sex toys. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> but is it an actual sex toy or something they made into a sex toy? No, in this so right. in this in this case, there are there are more than half were sex toys, and then there's a whole list of things, other things that people shoved in their genitalia that we'll tell you about mm. as well. <laughs> First, though, because uh, we were talking what last week is sure, so I don't know how recent. Uh, uh, about uh, cleaning your ears out with a Q-tip. Uh, Bad for you. No. Yeah. Don't go deep. Go, you mm-hmm. can go just kind of mm-hmm. inner. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Don't go mm-hmm. deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta that's, get the tickle. That's yeah. where you get the ear infections and all of that. That's like doing it and not nutting. <laughs> I'm going all the way in. I don't want to miss my nut. So uh, now, and, and to Dawn's question, we don't know how or why these things happened. We just know you show up at the hospital, at the ER, with this condition. These were items that were lodged in people's ears last year. Oh, oh. Now, and, and you wonder, is, is, are all of them or most of them examples of what we were talking about? You find something to try to clean your ear out with. Oh, no. And it gets stuck or whatever. Because I don't know how a lot of these other things get stuck in your ear or why. Well, you, maybe you hit your elbow or, or hit something and it shot, lodges in there. What does your elbow have to do with your ear? <laughs> What the hell was that? Like if you're scratching your head and you like walk no. by something and your elbow hits something and no, if you have whatever it is, the Q-tip or whatever the object is, oh, it's see. in there. But then you kind of like bump. Got it. Your arm gets and bumped. Then, yeah. Your arm gets bumped and it well, shoves it deep in. But that's still just an example of of your of, of you're trying to clean or, or tickle your ear. I'm trying to but, figure out why anything else would be near your ear. Yeah, but I know the list too. You're so. not even talking about that. You're talking about they used something they shouldn't, and that's why it got stuck in there. Well, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. But because yeah. all of these things, why? How else? How else did these things get in a person's ear unless they were intentionally like trying to clean i don't know what else figured out oh oopsie uh items lodged in people's ears that cause them to go to the er a cufflink cufflink. so if you you know if you cufflink if you open it up oh it's got that metal sure i can see someone trying to itch Mm -hmm. with that the ear wet tissues they're trying to clean it out maybe or something okay yeah uh a plastic sword (laughs) oh the cocktail (laughs) swords yeah oh yeah that's right yeah Yeah. (laughs) A rock. A rock? If it's pointy enough. Maybe, exactly. Mm. A lollipop. Oh, okay. The, 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 the candy lollipop? part? Yeah, or right. the stick? <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe and, happy a dum-dum. And why, <laughs> and why, why can't, if it's, it has to be the stick side in, you would think, but why can't you pull it out? You, exactly. There's, there's the ball. Yeah. Because it doesn't mm. say a lollipop stick. It says a lollipop. Yeah. The only way I can imagine is if you suck a lollipop down to, or the dum-dum down to, like, where it's really small, like a Q-tip size, and then you go, ooh, this might be fun, and it's sticky, and you um, might have some hairs in there. Okay. That might do it. Maybe. <laughs> Other things stuck in people's ears last year that caused them to go to the ER, a cell phone charger. 
the, the ah. probably I'm guessing the charging end. Right? Oh, if, okay. if we're gonna stay with the premise that people are trying to scratch or clean out their ears, mm-hmm. the part you plug oh, into the bottom Lord. of your phone. <laughs> a piece of an ice cream cone. What? The pointy end. Right? Okay. But is the finger not working for you? <laughs> it's the it, it, it's all, you notice all these things are they're they're more pointy or they're, or they're smaller. That's what you want. You want you want that penetration feeling. <laughs> um, a pencil eraser. Yeah, I did that okay. in school. Yeah. It'll break off while you're while you're oh, spinning around in there. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and a battleship game piece. You know, oh, you, perfect. Little boat, right? You know how they're they're pointy. Where's yeah. the boat? You, you oh, sunk the my boat. battleship. Or the missile pieces because they're kind of thick, and then they got that other little part that goes into the hole. Could be. They didn't. They didn't specify which type of a piece it was. <laughs> there were also some liquid items that were placed in the ear. Oh, oh God. Uh, the, like in a, in a couple of the examples, uh, they do say people they they accidentally thought they were eardrops. Oh. oh. They don't explain all of these though because some of those these are. are well, a couple of them are quite weird. Uh, liquid items placed in the ear that caused people to go to the ER. Shoe glue. Oh, mm. damn. That was one they yes. thought it was eardrops. Oops. You know what? In our in our medicine cabinet in the kitchen, you know, everybody has some, a little bit of that, right? We have it in the bathroom. But we'll have just a couple things that I have, like, in this glass dish. And I looked in there, and I'm like, no, 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 boys that I live with. There were eye drops and the gorilla mm-hmm. super glue. Right next to each other. These do not need to be in the same dish. Um, this now this <laughs> next one, God. it's odd that you would use so much of it that you'd have to go to the ER because they actually do use this for various things in the ears. Hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. So oh, what's you, wrong with the, they must yeah. have used so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, I did read that that is bad because okay. um, before I'd went to. The, uh, the doctor to get drops from my ear when I had an ear infection, I was trying to do all the natural cures, and one of them is hydrogen peroxide, but they said you could use too much and damage, so that might be what happened. Um, candle wax, somebody had to go to the ER for uh, in their ear. Oh, maybe they wanted yeah. that. Maybe that's how they thought they were going to, like, uh, Kyle bringing up hair. Pull hair out. Oh, yeah. Put yeah. It they in don't have wax wax. So like, oh, it's just, it's, yeah. just <laughs> it's so odd that you're putting wax in your ear yeah. because mm-hmm. you're usually trying to get it out. And uh, lighter fluid. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, my God. You can't smoke out the other ear. Yeah, that one I can't explain. What, what, that, how that, because I mean, uh, 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 how would you mistake that for something else? But Are you being silly with someone and they grab the. <laughs> hey, let's be silly. Light our ears on. Odd definition of silly. Okay. I mean, it sounds fun. Make a great YouTube video. Maybe you're out. Yeah. If if you're not the victim. Right. And someone's, you know, they get the water hose, or you're just doing all the different things. They're like, oh yeah, I got this fluid, but they get your ear. I I love the image of whoever this is thinks it's funny that they grab lighter fluid to spray on somebody. This this is a very irresponsible party. They didn't mean to hit him, right? It's just like, oh no, it got your ear. Ah. Hold on, it could probably be a little innocent because as a child and a teenager, I'd take the Axe body spray and I'd spray it on my arm and me and my friends would light it on fire and see how long it would last. Yes, but they, but, but this list, remember I said they separated them out. These are adults. These are not, none of these examples are children. Well, not all adults are smart, dude. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. You don't, you don't say. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the nose. Now, is this the same premise? How does a foreign object get in the nose? They're trying to pick their nose, scratch their nose, their nostrils, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, foreign objects in noses that sent people to the ER include gum wrappers. <laughs> okay. You could twist them. Yeah, you're just bored, shoving it up there. And, it, and, and is that what happened? You shove it so far up there? Like, oh, my God. Oh, and you can't get it out. Oh, you think you use some tweezers right? to pull it out. Uh, a used match. 
You know, <laughs> he just lit some candles, turn it over. Love the smell of matches. Yeah, I sure. get it. Uh, oh, oh, you go that. You wait till it cools off and you put the good smell in. Yeah. Uh, other things lodged in people's noses: magnets, <laughs> rice. Rice. You're snorting rice. Do you know why we cannot figure this out? What is that because oh. people can just be so stupid? We just can't even figure out why they would even do this. Oh, you know what? When when your device, like your phone, gets dropped into the toilet and it's submerged, and you uh, want to get the water out of it, maybe people are so congested and they have too much mucus in their in their nose, they're trying to put rice up there to absorb it. I, I'm also envisioning because we can be dumb, whether you're a kid or an adult. They, oh, hey, dude, let's snort some rice. Brandon, <laughs> you know, that's a very interesting hypothesis. So you're suggesting maybe somebody actually sat around and thought that through. And thought, and thought because because <laughs> it that, works for my I, phone, it'll work for my yeah, nose. I could see somebody doing that actually. I'm thinking maybe you're really hungry and you're eating a bowl of rice and you're just going too fast and you go and it goes up your nose. Okay, I just that's more innocent. I like you, that. I, I like that one because it doesn't make the person dumb. It's why, just they why, were eating too fast. You're, no, they're dumb because you don't need to go to the ER for that. <laughs> maybe they're in a rice eating competition and they can't use their hands, so they just shove their head into the plate. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, other things that uh, cause people to go to the ER with uh, stuff in their nose, yarn. I have a theory on that one. You know that you know that that trick you can do where you can put a, a, a piece of spaghetti up yeah. one nostril and out the other. Um, uh-huh. I'm guessing somebody was doing it with yarn. Maybe it broke off or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know why else yarn would be up there. But when my my father-in-law pops his latest trip to the ER, they put him in a in a room, and the room we were in was right. It was awesome. You could shut the the glass, door, you know, and have privacy. The glass slider. But I'm like, oh no, pops and I wanted to leave it open. Because we were right next to where just the ambulance comes in. We're like, ooh, we're going to get all the cool stuff. And I was hoping there would be weird, random things, but just a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of people coming in cool. with, like, you. this one guy. I'm like, oh, God, you couldn't even see his face. All you saw was blood. But I was, we were hoping there would just be things sticking out of people. Just so <laughs> That's nice. I'm, I'm glad that that was your idea of, a, of a observational pleasure to see some some poor bastard who's got a fence post coming out of his chest. <laughs> we were, we were the popcorn pops. We were hoping for it to happen to someone, but we were like, maybe that's what we'll see because he and I always watch these crime shows together. I mean, you're, you're yeah. yeah. You, there's nothing you can do. It's already happened. Yeah. You should get some entertainment out of it. And pops was like, hey, 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 because I didn't see. Right. He's like, the cops are here. I, I think they went down that way. Go see if there's like a criminal here. Oh my watching. god. Criminal. <laughs> You know how they'll like yeah. they'll put them there and they'll cuff them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have to treat them first before they take them to jail. <sighs> Other things that wound up in people's noses: gummy worms. Oh, oh, uh, interesting. Orange peels. Oh, oh, the smell. <laughs> yeah. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And popcorn kernels. Oh, Ouch. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you just Gross. swallow that though? Like, wouldn't it go through the hole? And this, down yeah, your this is what I said about the theory that that, that somebody was eating rice and it got lost. You wouldn't yeah. go to the goddamn ER for that. Right. So we're missing something here, and it's back to what you said. We just can't figure out how this can happen. Yeah. Uh, the unintentional swallow, swallowing of items resulted oh. in a high number of ER visits last year. Some of the ingested foreign objects. The first one's the showstopper. How do you swallow a steak knife? Oh, oh you're, you think you're going to be one of those people that do that for a living. We see these acts all the time on America's Got Talent. Oh, they do the okay. knife thing, and they shove it all the way down. and Practicing to be a sword swallower. Right. Okay. 
Uh, other people swallowed a small flashlight. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Oh, yeah, so you can turn it on. You can see if it lights up in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, pet toys. Oh, so you took, you took the toy away from your pet, started chewing on it, and then you swallowed it. That's what you get. Don't steal your pet's toys. <laughs> Coins. Oh. Somebody swallowed cigarettes. Eey. Oh, I did that when I was a kid. Again, these are adults. Oh. <laughs> are, are they trying to get high quicker or something from the nicotine? That's I don't disgusting. Know. I mean, even when you uh, just have a cigarette hanging in your mouth, right? <laughs> but you'd have to like have a big inhale for it to pop in there. Uh, aluminum foil. Somebody had to go to the uh, uh, ER for druggy yeah, lighter drugs. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, all right, that's There's a downer. There's no residue yeah. on here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, keys and oh, uh, ouch. Uh, people also. You think that's an ouch? I mean, we got the steak knife already. Yeah. People also had to go to the ER because they swallowed darts. Oh my oh, God! What is wrong with people? Right? And I f- doesn't it? I feel like it would puncture out you. Right, like it would, it would be sticking out. And 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 again, the, the, some a lot of these, it's so hard to fathom how it could be an innocent accident to swallow a dart. Oops. How how are you getting that out safely? I want to know. I'm uh, with med- I'm, uh, without I mean, cutting people. I was gonna say that one sounds to me like surgery. You can't right? you can't wait oh, that because when, the sharp stuff. You can't let it work its way through the body because it's going to perforate something. Oof. Perforate your colon, oh. your intestine, any of that. They, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. We got a lot of medical people that listen, but I mean the, the sharp ones in, in, in particular. I figure you get taken straight back, though, when you're not waiting in the waiting room. When yeah. Sorry, man, with axe in head. You have to wait. Some guy swallowed a dart. I'm guessing like how the dart got swallowed is it's a hypothetical situation, oh, but say you play darts with a group of like gang members and you, you don't have the money to cough it up and they hold you down, they make you swallow some darts and then you're too afraid to rat on them in the hospital because you'll get beat up in jail. All right, all right, since we do literally have to make things up, I got one for you. Uh, a, a party, young, idiotic, idiotic people. Uh, because by the way, by the way, the, the, the I forgot to mention, the, the statistics are almost evenly split between men and women for, for this whole mm-hmm. list. Uh, okay, so uh, you, you're, getting, you're getting stupid and one of you two guys, and uh, we, we got a dartboard. We're playing darts. And I say, hey, I'll bet you 50 bucks I can get a dart right in your mouth. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Dude opens yes. up. I'm a perfect throw. <laughs> right down. <laughs> and yeah. it goes right down. For sure. What happens just using jelly beans or popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> That's the responsible dad now in Brandon. <laughs> yes. Right. Put down the darts. <laughs> Men and women visited the emergency room for equal numbers after inserting items into their genitalia. Oh, boy. Now, the, the, this is the delineation. This is the genital area on each. The rectum is a different list. So okay. if you have to visualize where these are going on men and women. The front end. You got it. Front end. For men. And what is that called, Brandon? Those people that do it for, for pleasure? Sounding. There you go. And there's an actual, correct me if I'm wrong, like, approved object that you're supposed to, that, that, mm. that, that you're supposed to use. I mean... Yeah, if you want to be safe about it, but I'm sure that there are those weirdos. Sorry, not weirdos. Don't want to kink shame here. No. Um, but there are some things that people will use that might not be approved. Well, that's probably the list here, but yeah. that's why I was asking that there is. It's, it's mostly from from my research. <laughs> this is something I'm not into, but it's like uh, stainless steel objects, things that are really smooth, things that won't get caught up in there. So I will kink shame. So they call it sounding instead of you need mental health. <laughs> right? Because doesn't sounding sound so much better than I'm mentally ill because I like to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm a sounder man. It sounds like you need help. I mean, 
I'm just glad you got your uh, judgmental uh, put down in there. Thanks, Don. But you do you, boo. Uh, for men, some of the foreign objects uh, included a, a traditional sex toys. So that's what Brandon and I were talking about, where there is something that you can get that you can use, but you can still shove it in too far. Beads, which are similar to the, the sex mm. toy because it's got the little bumps on for it. For the back end, yeah. No, no. No, this no, is all this front. This is all front end. Right, but like the, they're traditionally used, like the beads... Bead toys, like they're traditionally used in the back end, right? Yes, yes, all these. Now remember. But these that, are just like crafting beads. These are like, like, like to give a people a visual, a rosary bead, a rosary, right? Yeah. The bead, those kind of things. Got oh, it. Jesus, yeah. be so disappointed. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hope it actually wasn't a rosary. Well, yeah, I'm just giving people a visual on what it would like. It could be a pearl necklace. Those those would be beads, beady, things gotcha. like that. Gotcha. Uh, other things inserted into men's fronts, paper clips. Oh. Uh, Unfolded or folded? Okay, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Are, are they're, they are doing this for sexual pleasure, and then well, it no, no, makes no. them go to the ER? I don't know that. I okay. just, back to the theory, how else would this happen? Yeah, exactly. How, how, yeah. I mean, in, unless it's something really dark, like you're being tortured or hazed oh. or something. Short of that, Yeah. how else does this stuff happen unless they're doing it to themselves? Yeah. Um... Other things stuck in men's uh, front genitalia, the thingy, coins. How do you get to open up that? Oh, I know. Oh, and what if it's like a quarter where it's got ridges on the edge? Oh, yeah, it's an experience sounder. Oh, this is so sad. A car key. Ouch. Oh, my. Like a recent car key? You know the ones that aren't a, even? They the would say fob. a fob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a pencil. Yeah. Brandon, how... How does it get stuck? Or do, does it just know. get stuck? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, inside. I, the, 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 I just know that it exists, and I know that it happens. I don't know anything else, so please stop asking. <laughs> Fair. I love that. Um, oh, God. Uh, other, another foreign object found in a man that had to send go to an ER. Actually, multiple men. Uh, a nail. Oh, like a fingernail? No, like oh, a, okay. a nail. hammer nail, like a wood nail. Yeah. Um, oh, back to the beads. This is a, this is a, a great visual. Uh, same idea. A ceiling fan chain. <laughs> uh, another cell phone charger. Yeah, wow. <laughs> USB C or USB? <laughs> and a wooden spoon. Whoa. Like the spoon end or the handle end? Yeah. I would, I would, one uh, is big. I would assume the, the, well, they make smaller ones, so who That's knows? That's true. Uh, but, but I would assume, I would hope the handle end. Hopefully God. it's one of those decorative <sighs> spoons that you collect. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> or the big giant ones you get at the oh. Pier 1 that you hang on your wall. <laughs> or, the, or the sample ones from Baskin Robbins. <laughs> oh, okay. So what happens if you put a wooden spoon in there or a pencil and you get the splinters? How does that surgery work? You go with little twi tweezers or do you have to slice it open like spatchcock the, the the hot dog. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know how that would. That's oh boy. Yeah. This is why it's fun to watch ER stories. Is anybody else just marching in place? Yes. To that? No, yeah. I can't just, already no, sit, stand still. Well, I'm not because I don't have one of those, but I feel for y'all. Yeah. So let's move to let's move to Dawn. Uh, for women, these are items that were stuck inside their their front genitalia. We'll get to the rear end in a moment for both sexes. Uh, coins. They got lost up there. Coins. So this Coins. is in the number one area, not the for a, for a traditional spot where the magic happens. No, it's oh. where the magic happens. Yeah, it's, I would it's, imagine. Yeah, it's because it's, it's the genitalia. So yeah. it's just either one of those places. They, well, no, oh, because no. they they would they would they would have uh, uh they they would separate it out 
as being this is a, that's because that's not genitalia. That's a, a urinary tract function. Oh, right? okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe this is what uh, Ralphie May made a joke about it. Because if you're digging for change in a phone, like you know, like an old school phone, like the little phone handle, you go like this. Maybe they were teaching somebody to do that. But why using a coin? Because it's practice. You I put it in there to get the change out. As a woman, oh. never heard this. Oh, they're practicing ever. to get change out of yeah. vending machines or payphones. Correct. Yes. You do that motion inside, <laughs> and then you get. Why does it yeah. get lost or stuck up there, though? And why do you need to practice? Yeah, th- this is weird. Uh, <laughs> other items that got stuck inside a woman's hoo hoo: a screw. Oh, does it get on. lost? Is that what these are? They like, like, and why? Why is it there? I don't know. But yes, you can get things embedded oh, no. up in there that okay. you cannot get out. Uh, because like as dudes, we picture it's something that's like stuck, stuck. But okay, it can get embedded up there. That makes sense. I, I mean, like, uh, yes, this is why you're told if you're gonna do things like that, like use the actual aids. I mean, because women will. We'll search the house for. By aid, she means it. sexual toys. <laughs> Not an STD or the guy that cleans up Arnold Schwarzenegger's house. Not those kind of AIDS. Uh, other items. Uh, uh, women uh, went to the ER with a, a pen in their hoo-hoo. Uh, wow. Like, what's the fun in that? A gel pen, maybe? I mean, depending on, on how small they are, maybe it's a big oh. Sharpie. Whiteboard marker? Yeah, something like that. Happy pen? How horrifying when you know... And there's no one in the house to help you get it out. And, and you prob- it probably just really creeps up in there, and you can't. Like, with the tampon, at least there's a string for someone to help you pull to help it get out. As I try to find reason behind all this, could it be that, like, when your blood's pumping and you're in the moment and things are working and then something's there and then, like, you know, you, you, you your body shuts down and you get back to regular and then you can't remove the thing? Like, traps it in there? Yeah. Mm. I- if they're doing this as a sexual aid, they're just going too far in, and it 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 goes. You, you can lose it. I mean, you guys, have, <laughs> I don't know how to talk because I don't know what we're allowed to say. But y'all have been up, and it, yeah. it you know it it can suck things in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the good up, part. Yeah, we know? like that. Um, all right, so so the rest of the list is the more traditional thing that we've talked about over the years, which is uh, women. Uh, especially as they're growing up, although a lot of them never lose this, uh, at, at certain times will just be so horny at the wrong time that they will grab the first thing they see and they will just use it. This is why there's that warning on, uh, um, on like, hair iron, curling iron, irons. irons. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, because some woman said, I've got to do this. Oh, oh you're going to sear the roast beef. So these are the things. Yeah, you got to make sure it's <laughs> unplugged and off for a while. These, these things all got literally stuck, stuck. Other things that uh, women went to the ER uh, with in their hoo-hoo, a uh, drumstick. Now they don't specify whether it's uh, it's it's for a, 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 a drum set or if it's off a turkey. <laughs> That's important delineation. Yes. Uh, a flashlight. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's standard. Somebody was bored when they were camping. A drinking cup. They don't specify anything beyond that. Uh, a nail polish bottle. Oh. And a spatula were all stuck inside of a woman's hoo-hoo to the point where they had to go to the ER. Uh, <laughs> Oh that is your biggest fear. If you're a woman who does things that does that, you're like, please don't let that happen. Got to be careful. I mean, none, none of them are good. None, none of no, them are good, right? No, no, no. But, but, I mean, if you got to go to the ER and say, I got a flashlight stuck up there, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, all right. I mean, that's pretty soon. A spatula. It's like, oh. oh, God. <laughs> now, they do not delineate by gender. But these were items that the CDC says Americans went to the ER with last year stuck in their rectums. No. 
No, that is an Audi, not an Innie. Mm-hmm. Got the whole category of sex toys. Boom, that's done. Mm-hmm. Spoons. You gotta get the pieces out sometimes. I was gonna stuff say that stuck. that might not yeah. be for that might not be for gratification. What? Yeah. yeah. Isn't uh, in some cultures isn't that like a, a thing? Like if it's stuck, like there's an actual spoon that you use to like scrape and and get the rest of it out. I, well, I think I, I don't like, know that it's cultural more than like third world okay. kind of thing. I, I don't I don't think a, a, I, I could be completely ignorant here, but I I don't think that a lot of American people that are of of other cultures would continue that tradition, mm. you know. But I don't. Maybe we're stuck. missing out. I don't want those cocoa puffs stuck like a dog when you see him shaking it because it's like maybe you got a spring <laughs> attached because they ate something they shouldn't have or like <laughs> y'all just can feel it and you think it needs to come out and it won't. That's when what we I say think. stuck. Oh, the, oh, the doo doo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 I I have I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah. I mean, that's why I was asking. Oh. Um, other things uh, Americans went to the ER with stuck in their rectum bottles. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Crayons. Glass bottles? Just says bottles. I don't have any more information for you. Uh, which, uh, which color? <laughs> uh, for the crayons? Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> they always turn brown. The, Doesn't the, matter. The yeah. crayon sounds like you're just starting, right? Like you're a little curious. You're easing your way. Yeah. Training right. yourself. Right, yeah. right. You're, you're, you're dude. You're dude. You're, you're curious. And yeah. And, oh and, and. And he, the, the, your dude's pinky is too big. So you got to get something mm. a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So you start with the crayon. You got to start opening up the hole. Pass the fuchsia. Uh, a little burnt sienna. fuchsia. <laughs> uh, wrenches. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. Action figures. <laughs> Batman oh. went to his cave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Americans went to the ER last year with things in their rectums, include a vegetable peeler. It, oh, oh come God. on! Ouch! Oh my God. The handle end. I hope. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Candles. Oh, because oh, you can light it on yep. the on the other end. On the other end. Yeah. <laughs> Smells nice down there now. I'm a firefly. I'm a candelabra. Oh my God. Um, I really need some more information <laughs> on this one. I mean, even if it's the cake, okay, get the visual on this. That we're gonna. It's got to be the 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 handle end. But at least one American last year had to go to the ER because in his or her rectum was stuck a fishing pole. Oh. <laughs> How do you even get there? The, the, the fly, the, the, I'm telling you right now, I'm mad if I wasn't working that night at the oh, ER. Yeah. That was my night off. I am bummed I missed that. And, oh. and that is just fascinating. You have to be the most ethical person. To not run and get your cell phone and try to get a picture of that. Oh, yeah, oh my no, God. That's not cool. Oh, I'm guessing the, another hypothetical situation is this guy lost a bet on a fishing trip. They're like, you have to be the pole holder. Mm. Oh. That, that, <laughs> hey, you got to make all this stuff up. Or they're fishing for bottom feeders. <laughs> oh. I'd just like to be walking by a river and some guys fly fishing with this thing. Woo! <laughs> uh, and uh, rounding out the list of oh things that God. Americans got stuck in their rear ends last year and had to go to the ER for an ice cream cone. Oh. How? Wouldn't it just get soggy? Wouldn't yeah, wouldn't it dissolve? Or crack and break? Oh, meaning why do you have to why do you have to go to the yard just wait it out and then, yeah. <laughs> and are they just going to the pantry getting out an ice cream cone or are they just chilling at home eating it and all of a hmm. sudden felt like the, the mood hit them? Huh. <laughs> like I don't want to get up so, you know. Rob, you know. anybody and Dawn. The Rob, anybody and Dawn show.
Yes, literally every break, all you're going to hear about is brine this, brine that. Deal with it. Get your brine and details about Brian Apalooza 2023 online at radradio.com. There are, uh, there are topics that I come across when I'm prepping the show uh, where, that I can identify, okay, this is going to be very entertaining. What I never know for sure is how much audience interaction will there be. We are getting tons of emails from people with stories about uh, either working in the ER or people they know that work in the ER about uh, people who have uh, come into the ER with uh, things stuck inside of them. Uh, and that included like the ear and the nose. But of course, the most salacious thing are people uh, who get things stuck inside of either their genitalia or their rear end. Uh, and this is all this is all because of a, 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 a legitimate official news story I'm not being shock jockey here the CDC released this report 280,000 Americans last year wound up in the ER with something stuck somewhere up inside their body Laura wrote in and said my three teenagers are quite amused by this subject oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> when you mention the chick who got the flashlight in her hoo-hoo my 13 year old daughter blurts out ah she just wanted to get lit <laughs> ah nice uh, Andrea wrote in, said it was my first night in the ER, and a couple came in. The guy was normal. His girlfriend was panicking, so I assumed it was her that had the uh, insertion issue. Turns out the dude had a, um, it's a, it's a toy that's designed to, to be used in the, in the rear end. It was, it's, it's, uh, and it, it, the last part, plug. Right? Oh. Okay. He had to get it surgically removed, and the doctor told me it's actually quite common. Oh. oh my God! Because all of you know, it gets Whoa. too far in. You get you know, like worried about your colon and all that. Yeah. Would you know? I guess that made him feel better. It's common, no biggie. And well, see and that's it all the time. That's why the dude's all calm when he walks in. He's like, "That's actually. Do we do we have to take it out? <laughs> it actually, feels pretty good. Come on, dog." But you, you, if something's like there in that area, and semi sticking out, but you can't get it out, it's like you gotta call an ambulance because you're not driving yourself there. Right. Or, you got to like lay on your stomach. I don't even know if you want to be driven there because then you're sitting on it. Exactly. Or, or you're asking your driver to take the bumpiest back yeah. roads possible. <laughs> and, and, I'm sorry, did you say you're asking your driver? Correct. Okay, very good. Uh, Cherie wrote in and said, I had a friend who was an ER nurse. She had a patient come in. Oh, okay, sorry. There's, there's a set of this. So so for for men, there's a there's a thing that, that we can use. And I don't know if this is as much for pleasure as it is for uh, delaying gratification uh but you put a ring around it oh, oh yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay it, that's isn't it mainly for delaying gratification or yeah, it also helps you be more engorged oh okay. because it's okay. like it's, oh you know it's like when you when you tie a string around your finger and it, your the tip of your finger gets all big and red and, and yeah. bloody looking um it's kind of the same concept you're just forcing all the blood to stay in that area <gasps> so he didn't he didn't use the official kind he just used a key ring Oh, oh, and then, Lord, and then his his thingy oh. swelled, and they couldn't get the ring off. Oh. And so, and so, Brandon, the, oh. is it what you're describing? Is why it never goes. Uh huh. Okay. Oh dear. Of course, Cherie oh. says they were humiliated and more than mortified. Oh. Meanwhile, my friend, who was the ER nurse, struggled to keep a straight face. Oh, no. They had to cut the key ring off of the said uh, member without creating massive damage. Oh. Yeah, I, I, it put me out for that. 
I, I know you, you know I know you don't have to. I don't want to see the blade, the knife, the chainsaw, whatever you're using anywhere near that yeah. part of my body. Mm. Like, I wonder if at first they were trying all the things, right? Lube, water, right? Like trying to pull it off. Let me just say as a guy, <laughs> you're doing every goddamn possible thing you can think of before you're going to the ER with that situation. Mm-hmm. Thinking about grandma's underwear, yeah, yeah. watching a baseball game. Rubbing <laughs> olive oil all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and of course, she's tugging and you're like, stop tugging! You're going to pull it off! Oh, oh gosh. Oh. Uh, by the way, uh, um, Kyle wrote in and said, I can confirm that I was not ready for this segment and I'm severely uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the four dudes uh, present this morning uh, did not enjoy uh, the, uh, the the man insertion in the genitalia oh. part of the story. You didn't? <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have spoken for all of you. I, I did see Kyle and, uh, and, and Nick squirming. I, just march in place. You didn't just see my hands place. during the whole oh, segment. Good point. <laughs> Uh, no name says, uh, I worked for a hospital. The guy came in and said he couldn't go to uh, number one, so they did an x-ray. He had a refrigerator light up his thingy. What? A refrigerator light? They had to do surgery and literally fillet his manhood to get the light bulb out. Oh. <laughs> Was it worth it? I'm honestly, come on. That is awful. So... That has to come also with the uh, the recovery process of after all of that, the catheter, for God knows how long. Ew. Is there plastic surgery to repair that thing? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Uh, and the answer is no, it wasn't worth it. I don't care how gratifying no. it was. Oh, my God. Especially with a catheter. Oh. I don't know what it feels like for y'all, but I had one after my hysterectomy for a night, and I was cussing to get this thing off. Oof. It is the most uncomfortable Oof. feeling. Mm. I uh. won't be able to open a refrigerator and look at it the same <laughs> way ever again. See, okay, uh, like what? I'm gonna I'm gonna run home and look at what my refrigerator light looks like. Go, was it one of these? Uh, <laughs> to even think of that, I'm gonna be concerned if I go to somebody's house and their refrigerator light isn't working now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, where is where, it? Where to go? <laughs> uh, so uh, there, not everything was about the genitals and the and the rear end. Uh, there was the there were things that were stuck in people's uh, noses. And one of them was yarn, and I speculated that the only thing I could think of was they were doing the spaghetti trick where you put it in one nostril and take it out the other nostril, and maybe the yarn broke, uh, and uh, you, you, you know it got stuck up there, and they, they couldn't get it out. Uh, and there were things in people's ears, too, that got stuck so far in. George says that in the Army, we did the spaghetti trick, but we used our dog tag chains, and they, <laughs> they, they do tickle on the way out. Okay, That's cool. Oh. The other was we would use, this is before earplugs were available, they would use cigarette butts as earplugs. Oh, my God. And yes, he says, <laughs> upon occasion, we had to go see the medics to remove a dog tag chain or an oh, earplug or two. Oh, man. Thank oh. you for your service. But I can see that with the cigarette butts because you, you got the tobacco part off, and now it's mm. just the cushy part. That makes sense. And are they using them to sleep <laughs> as opposed to, like, on the range or whatever, and they roll mm. over on it and it shoves oh, it all the way God. in? I don't know. <laughs> Um, Alan says, oh, because this was, uh, we, we weren't sure what kind, uh, when this is back to a woman's hoo-hoo, Alan says, as a drummer, I have used my drumsticks with a woman during our fun time. It's very enjoyable. However, Rob, I never thought of using a turkey drumstick. That is very intriguing. Because <laughs> they didn't spe- they didn't specify in the report. Yeah, is it fried? Oh, it'd make a great snack, too. Intriguing. All that residue. Don't, girls, don't do that. <laughs> Extra it's, gravy. It's, it's not good for that in there. <laughs> if it's frozen, a frozen drumstick, a turkey, you got to be a turkey drumstick. And that's what I was going to say. That, oh. If it's frozen and it goes in there and it sticks like the movie A Christmas Story where you put the tongue oh. on the frozen flagpole. No. 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 <laughs> you can damage that area. Hey, hey. Oh. So can a dude. Anything can damage that area. Let's not let's not just take all the fun away from people. <laughs> I popped a woman's ovary once. 
a guy can 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 damage that area. Yes, but <laughs> at least th that belongs there. It was made for that. And how? Not a but you have a direct connection to God. Have you asked him? God, I'm pretty sure. Does a tur what about a turkey drumstick? Oh, ho, ho, child. I <laughs> yeah. made all of God's creatures. You're talking to Satan at that point. You oh, my. Ho, ho, ho. Sean says, one of my friends years ago worked for insert uh, medical facility here. Where are we inserting it? Oh, God. You're right. Oh. <laughs> he told me about a case. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Another one I needed to set up. I had to get all these ready during the break. So I don't sound as prepared as I usually am. Uh, we were, through most of these, we're trying to figure out how did this happen. And when you got down to the genitalia and the rectum, it was like, how does it happen unless they're intentionally doing it? And and there are, I mean, there's like that really weird example you can get, like the, the famous Seinfeld episode where, where Costanza's dad falls and lands on the Fusilli Jerry statue that, uh, <laughs> that Kramer had made for Jerry, and then this 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 mini statue of Jerry made out of pasta is, is inside of uh, Frank's yeah. butt. Uh, Sean says, one of my friends years ago works for a medical facility, uh, and he told me about a case where a guy came out of the bathroom and accidentally sat down on a beer bottle, and it went into his... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the story what? you got. Yeah, you accidentally sit on a beer bottle. I accidentally no. sat down. And and what were you not wearing any pants or or any undergarments that, that had to break through? So maybe I mean again, we're gonna pull a Kyle here. We have to make these stories up, right? So maybe maybe he's at home with his girl and they're both naked having fun. Or or just maybe they maybe they just had fun. Mm -hmm. He gets up naked, goes to the bathroom, comes back out and I now I, what I don't know is I mean, is it dark? How does you how do you accidentally sit on a beer bottle? But yeah. Exactly. That's you're, okay. you you know what, you're right. That's the story that the guy got. Right. And don't you have to sit pretty hard for it to cooperate without any well, uh yeah. movie help? Depends on how experienced he is back there. Oh. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe I mean may, may, okay, let's go the other maybe he um, yeah, mine would spit it out. Maybe he, <laughs> mine is tight. Maybe he regularly engages in that activity because of his sexual identification. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. I think he was just trying to like pull a trick. He's like, I bet you I can get the cap off. And then he told people, <laughs> he was like, No, no, I accidentally sat on it. I'm the trainer. Uh, wow. Pull the cap. Off. Tracy, not, not a twist off. Tracy says my friend's sister got a frozen hot dog stuck in her hoo hoo one time. A frozen hot dog? Oh, so it was frozen. It got stuck, huh? <laughs> well, if, you, if it's like a thawed hot dog, it's not as easy no, to it's not aroused. get in there. You want your hot dog to be aroused. Yeah. Oh, I guess she wanted something, because I'm thinking of all the things in the house she would already have access to, but she probably wanted something that was closer to the actual thing. Right. Right? The, the and and you, want it, you want it as hard as possible, so oh. you get the frozen one. Do you think she had an STD and it was burning up there and she needed something to cool it off? That reminds me of one of my favorite fa uh, Family Guy episodes where Meg goes up to her room and she's got a, oh, a package of hot dogs. <laughs> she looks at them and she says, I'm going to treat you like the New York Knicks. <laughs> uh, and Joe says, uh, my little brother is a colorectal surgeon. Oh. And occasionally he sends me stories and stuff of people who have shoved things um, in their, uh, we're back to the rear end here. He said, the worst one was a jar of Grey Poupon. What? What's grape poupon? Oh, it's like mustard. mustard. Oh, the fancy, fancy mustard. mustard. 
When they tried to remove it, the jar broke. Oh! oh! That's not even like a shape that should be up there. And they removed the shards and mustard, and it was an awful mess. Oh, oh. it still had mustard in it. Perfect. Mm. Probably smelled good. Oh, my God. By the way, uh, a couple of emails. Uh, Shalina wrote in and said, uh, why does Rob's vo God voice sound like Santa Claus? Yeah, I, I think purpose. it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Meg says, Shut up, Meg. My 10-year-old just pointed out, why does Rob think Santa is God? <laughs> there, there is actually a reason for it, because that's how most people treat God. They only go to him when they, when they want so something. That's true. Yes, genie in a bottle. Out, out of nowhere, it's, it's like, it's like they might not even claim to be Christian or whatever, or maybe they do, but they never practice it, and then all of a sudden they start to pray for something, whether it's, it's, a, it's a promotion at work yep. or, or a new bike. Or save my mom from cancer. It's I used to do that as a kid, but I prayed for it. And you learned that he's not genie in the bottle granting all your wishes. Uh, let's play the pressure cooker right now. We got a pair of tickets to see Tim Allen at Hard Rock Live in Sacramento. It's this Saturday night at 8 o'clock. It's our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. The countdown is on. Only a certain number of days until Brianapalooza 2023. Saturday, November 18th at South Florida Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. A couple follow-up emails. Uh, RAD at radradio.com. The CDC released their report on uh, how many people had to go to the ER last year with uh, things stuck and inserted into their bodies. Nose, ear, things that they swallowed, including a steak knife. Somebody ha somehow swallowed a steak knife and lived long enough to get to the ER. Good Lord. Brandon, what's on your head? <clears throat> it's called a beanie. It looks like a giant, because of your headphones, it looks like a giant bandage. Yeah, it does oh, look it does. like a bandage, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, if you're watching this on Rad TV. <laughs> I, hit, I hit my head during the commercial break. What? No, no I'm oh, just joking. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. No, I mean, look, he's, he's a pro, but I mean, he hits his head, the gash is open. Oh, I'll just put a beanie yeah. on until 10. Uh, my hair is just doing a crazy thing today, so I just want to suppress it. Well, so, that's right, because uh, you're letting it grow. Mm -hmm. The uh, the the, uh, the CDC report, about 280,000 Americans had to go to the ER with things stuck inside their body. Ha more than half of them were sex toys uh, that got stuck. And then there were other things people were using, we assume, as sex toys. And so some people, you know, they, they know people in the medical industry who are writing in with other things that they know. Uh, Bonnie says... My dad dated a lady a long time ago who was a night nurse. One of the first stories she told my dad and I was how an older lady came in and had lost her dentures. They eventually found them in her hoo-hoo. Oh, my. Chum, 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 chum. Now, that's just old age. She thought she was putting them on the kitchen sink. put them up here. Her dentures. Um, I was a nurse in the – this is uh, Morgan. I was a nurse in the ER for 15 years. Over the years, I saw so many things people would insert into themselves. My favorite ones were a Granny Smith apple in the rear end. Whoa. That's the worst apple. <laughs> that's, right? that's, that's, the, that's the thing to focus Give on. Give me a cosmic well, crisp or an envy or something. And she didn't say the core. She said the right. apple. That's true. Uh, and while this isn't something inside someone's body, I had a man who put his whole thingy in one of the boys into the ring that connects a purse to the handle. And that was super hard to cut off. Let's play the pressure cooker. I need a break from this. Pressure cooker. 
Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Caller 18, hello, Will. What is up? What, what is up? up? Here's how this works. Your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is a true-false, so you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then you got to get four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say hot dog and then you say flashlight, I have to take <laughs> hot dog as your answer. Do you have any questions? Nope. Good luck. True or False. The most popular plastic surgery in America is breast enlargement. True. Name one of the two teams playing tonight in Thursday Night Football. Uh, Bears. Jefferson City is the capital city of which American state? Missouri. Name America's next federal holiday. Thanksgiving. Madonna is the best-selling female singer of all time. Who's second? Uh, uh, Pass. Brittany Mahomes is married to what NFL quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. What kind of animal was Arnold Schwarzenegger feeding during this week's Manning cast? Uh, kangaroo. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Kangaroo. A kangaroo? Okay. I uh, couldn't hear you because the buzzer was going off. All right, that was seven questions. You only need five. Good playing technique. You, yeah. you passed quickly. Uh, let's see how his answers uh, were. True or false, the most popular plastic surgery in America is breast enlargement. He said that is true. <laughs> We talked about the annual report yesterday, and this is oh, plastic surgery. Thing. This is not like uh, the minimally invasive procedures. Those are the most popular things like uh, Botox. Restylane. And, yeah, and skin resurfacing, skin treatments, lip. But these are cosmetic surgical procedures. Breast augmentation is second. Oh, 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 butt. The butt implants. Didn't even talk about that yesterday. Yes, you did. You mentioned butt implants. <laughs> Was it Botox? No. That's a that's an injectable. I just I'm sorry. That's okay. I hit my head during the commercial break. <laughs> Does liposuction uh, count? That was it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't okay. know why I did I was going to do eye lift next. That's that's not a No. That is a procedure where you go oh, under. You're right. You're right. No, I'm sorry. You're right. I'll retract it. But I did not say butt butt lift. Okay. Well, and I okay, sorry for all you that are in that world. Maybe they've come up with something you don't have to go under. I don't know. Last I heard you do. Uh, uh, name one of the two teams playing tonight in Thursday Night Football. He said, Da Bears. <laughs> Riveting matchup tonight. <laughs> the uh, the Chicago Bears, who have two wins and seven losses, will oh. host the Carolina Panthers, who have one win and seven losses. Whee! Oh, God, who did I choose? <laughs> the battle Shoot. for the first pick in the draft. Poor Al Michaels. <laughs> oh, no. right? oh, God. I, the Thursday Night Football games are just getting worse and worse. And you can hear it in his voice sometimes, Defeated. too. Defeated. Uh, Jefferson City is the capital city of which American state? He said Missouri. All this week we've been talking about because first Dawn claimed that St. Louis is the state or the city that straddles both Kansas and Missouri. And then we had to point out that no, that's Kansas City. And then we wound up uh, uh, talking about uh, name. uh, uh, The true false question was St. Louis is Missouri's capital, which is not true. It's Jefferson City. So at least he was listening and paying attention. Or he's just really smart. (sighs) I knew this was going to happen. Name America's next federal holiday. He said Thanksgiving. No! Veterans Day tomorrow! We all forget the veterans. And I, I realize that too many people don't get tomorrow off. Don't worry, we'll be here. Uh, but And that's why a lot of people forget. But yes, tomorrow is Veterans Day. You don't have to have the day off to remember. For yeah, Most people do, unfortunately, in this day and age. I'm just saying you don't, though. I, I know, but I, 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 I'm I talking about human nature. As, as as the spouse of a veteran, I just know this I, is how I know. It works. You know all that stuff. You got to be fair. Baka baka. I know. Put the real info out yeah. there. Fairness. Ugh. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> 
He passed when I asked Madonna is the best-selling female singer of all time. Who's second? We had this as a question yesterday when we revealed Madonna is the best-selling singer of all time. Uh, Beyonce. Dolly Parton? Beyonce Spears. is fifth. Neither Britney Spears or Dolly Parton were on the goddamn list that we just went over yesterday. Taylor Swift. Fourth. Uh, uh, Mariah Carey. Third. Doing it right in order. Uh, well, I know that Jewel. Whitney Houston wasn't on there, right? <laughs> Correct. Whitney Houston was not, not on there. Alive. Uh, someone alive. Someone alive. Kate Perry. <sighs> is Jewel dead? I forgot. No, Jewel's alive. No, she just doesn't sell very many albums. This is, is, this is... <laughs> Janet Jackson. I'm sorry, I'm PTSD to my childhood where nobody's hearing me. Huh? No, 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 no. Listen. Uh-uh. Okay, I don't want to speak for everyone here. I hear you as the show's happening, and I don't know. We get off the air. Someone will say, what y'all talk about today? I don't know. You gotta listen to the best stuff. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Madonna has been the biggest selling female recording artist of all time since 2009. Second is Rihanna. Oh. Ah, how can we forget Rihanna? Yeah. Uh, we just did very easily. Apparently, great makeup. Uh, by the way, remember uh, Madonna's sold, uh, and that's that's what we're talking about is her makeup line. I'm sure. I mean, that's included in her album sales. Oh, they're just doing albums. Never mind. Boop boop boop. I thought it was the whole estate. <laughs> I should have listened. to yeah, sure should have. Madonna has moved more than 400 million record albums, singles, and digital downloads. She's the fourth all-time best-selling artist behind the Beatles, Elvis, and Michael Jackson. Uh, Brittany Mahomes is married to what NFL quarterback? He said Patrick Mahomes. And then at the buzzer, I asked, what kind of animal was Arnold Schwarzenegger feeding during this week's Manny cast? He said a kangaroo. Cast. That what? is Peyton and Eli. Uh, it, oh. uh, it's a companion broadcast to Monday Night Football on ESPN2. Okay. Was it one of his mini horses or donkeys? It was. It's, it's hysterical. It's gone viral. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing his interview. because So it's Peyton and Eli, and they're usually not together, so they're on split screen uh, at their homes, and they're commenting on the game while the game is playing, and then they'll bring on celebrity guests. And so there's Arnold as well. During his interview uh, for the Manny cast, Schwarzenegger's pet donkey, Lulu, stole the spotlight. Schwarzenegger's sitting in his chair, and Lulu just comes in out of, like, screen left, I think it is, and, and Arnold feeds her, feeds mm -hmm. her a little bit, and then the donkey walks, and you can hear... Uh, if Eli is like, what the hell? <laughs> and Peyton, of course, says, that looks like you as a kid, Eli. <laughs> it's so funny. I was listening to a, a podcast because Arnold Schwarzenegger released a book recently. And so he was he's on this press tour. And on a podcast, he was talking about how he lets his mini horse and his donkey, mini donkey, come into the house every single morning. And he gives them cookies. Like he feeds them and they like beg at his feet like dogs. Oh my god! It's just a, it's just a daily routine with his with his two animals. That is there. so sweet. So which which two did you mention? Uh, there's a Lulu, which is is the the donkey, donkey and then there's a mini horse. That's whiskey. Yes, and oh, then cute. and then there's Chanel. That's his little pig. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he also has dogs and Danny DeVito. Who is really close uh, to Schwarzenegger? They're twins. Um, <laughs> has said that that Schwarzenegger lets his pets roam all over his California home. He cares for multiple pets, including the the mini Tony named uh, mini Tony named. I love Whiskey. that. I'll go hang out. Which so sweet. That'd be so cool. Yeah, it, it, it just begs the question: How does the bathroom situation work? Yeah. Oh, he's got people to take care of it. He must have God. one person assigned to follow all those animals oh. around and scoop it up. Jeez. Or they diaper him up. <laughs> In the end, Will got three right. Yeah. I don't know if in the end is the appropriate <laughs> way after these last few segments. <laughs> Your next chance to win Tim Allen tickets comes up at 9 a.m. with Master Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. 
The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. We sell bags of salt and hold parties the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we great? For details, head to radradio.com. And then, if you're smart, change the damn station or turn off the app or whatever you people do. What has happened to this show? We got this email, uh, rad at radradio.com from uh, Jorge. Hey, Jorge. Hola. We were going over the uh, CDC report of uh, 280,000 Americans wound up in the ER last year with uh, things stuck inside their bodies. Ear, nose, they swallowed them. And yes, genitals and uh, and rear end. And through most of them, we're trying to figure out how. And and wasn't all of it, were most of them, it seems like, that they were trying to do something. Like the ear, it's like they were trying to itch it or clean it out. I mean, how else did this happen? Yeah. Um, and then when you get when you get down to the private parts, you really just assume it's for some type of gratification. But then we had the, the guy who wrote in uh, who said uh, his, his friend or brother or whatever who works at an ER said that a guy sat down on a beer bottle and and that guy wound up in, in the man's rear end. And as Kyle said, well, that's what he told when they got to the hospital. But Jorge says, while in the Marine Corps, stationed at Camp Lejeune, we were doing some skydiving. One of my buddy's chutes got caught on a tree. His chute suddenly broke free, and he fell 15 feet to the ground and landed sitting on top of a small pine stump. What? No, no, no. Completely tore his rectum. Oh, no. Had to get it stitched back together. That happened back in 1997, and we still laugh about it to this day. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. That's, uh... That's a better story. Yeah. <laughs> I walked in a room. And, and, and that's who I want defending the country. Yes. If you can do that and laugh about it. Man. Hey, if you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, you email us, rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. 13-year-old Athena is first. Yay, Athena. Did you hear about the dyslexic devil worshiper? He sold his soul to Santa. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. God, is that you? <laughs> It's from nine-year-old Lily. Hi, Lily. Now, Lily does that thing I love. She takes a, a classic old joke. Everybody's heard it, and she puts a twist on it. So the original joke is, what do you call a cow that can't make milk? What? An utter failure. Mm. Yeah. Lily says, what do you call a cow that can't make milk? What? A milk dud. <laughs> <laughs> Big D has some turkey jokes for us. <laughs> what won't open a door? What? A turkey. <laughs> What's the best song to play while cooking a turkey? What? All about that baste. <laughs> don't don't baste your turkey. It's a waste of time. You're letting all the heat out. It's stupid. Inject it. God damn. You can't damn. play the song. It's just, you know. I, I'm not. Whatever. You do. <laughs> what do you call a turkey the day after Thanksgiving? What? what? Lucky. <laughs> when is it appropriate to serve rubber turkey? When? when? Pranksgiving. Now, uh, uh, Stephen wrote in because uh, Kyle was not impressed with yesterday's round of jokes. Or today's. Well, we're just getting started here. <laughs> yeah, it's Give not off to a good one. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Um, Stephen says, Kyle, I feel you. Jokes were lacking, so I'll do my best to come through for you. Thank you, Stephen. Now, look, this first one, insert whatever political party you hate. I'll read it the way Stephen wrote. 
if you're if you're one of them, then just picture the other party and just laugh for the love of cuss word. <laughs> Why is it good to have a Democrat as a passenger in your car? Why? Because you can park in the handicapped place. <laughs> just tell it the other way with Republican or Trumpster or whatever. Jesus Christ, people, lighten up. Why do orphans love boomerangs? Why? Because they come back. <laughs> yeah. Where's the milk? These are from uh, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. How do you know when the moon is totally broke? How? It's down to its last quarter. (laughs) Poor moon. There's only one thing worse than sexism. Women. (laughs) (laughs) And why don't women need driver's licenses? Why? There are no streets between the kitchen and the laundry room. (laughs) This one's from uh, Matt. Hi, Matt. A wife asks her husband to go to the store and says, get some of those pills that get you excited for sex. Husband comes back from the store, throws her a bottle, and it's weight loss pills. (laughs) (laughs) These are from Greg. Hey, Greg. Why couldn't the blind man see his friends? Why? He was married. (laughs) Bitch. No. You're not going out with a guy. Not without me. A cop pulled me over and said, I'm writing you a ticket for driving alone in the carpool lane. I said, boy, are you going to feel stupid when you look in the trunk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, These are from uh, Lance. Hi, Lance. I I went to the pub dressed as a tennis ball. I got served right away. Apparently, I snore so loudly that it bothers everyone on the bus that I drive. <laughs> Whoa. These are from Keith. What did the man do when he won a free hot dog? What? what? He relished it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What's the easiest way to get rid of your mother-in-law? What? what? Divorce your spouse. Oh, no. oh, is that how? Oh, man. And these are from Chad. Hey, Chad. What's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? What? what? Beer nuts are a dollar fifty. Deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> my girlfriend asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I said a threesome. Huh. So she got me a sweater. The sex was great, but that bitch needed deodorant. A <laughs> <laughs> sweater. Oh. Like she's sweating. Sweater. You got jokes? Email us RAD at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Hey maggots, it's brine time again. Get your 2023 Rad Turkey Brine right now at the stupid store at radradio.com. Got this email, uh, RAD at radradio.com from Christy. Hi, Christy. She says, I'm feeling so much better about life this week since you are back. Oh. I've been really depressed and unmotivated about life in general for weeks. Join the club. Oh. Laughter really is the best medicine, and I'm so glad you all are back. Well, thank Very you, Christy. Sweet. So are we. Uh, by the way, a couple people wrote in, and thank you. Uh, uh, I don't always have time to explain, and, and what I try to do with the show is I try to talk 
in generalities to the greatest number of people, and sometimes that I don't I don't bother to mention a specific. So we were talking about during the pressure cooker. Uh, the, one of the questions was name America's next federal holiday. Contestants said Thanksgiving, but it's actually Veterans Day, which I said is tomorrow because tomorrow's the observation of it. So anybody that is going to get the day off, uh, we will be here, don't worry, uh, would, would be thinking tomorrow's Veterans Day because the, to the point of uh, not to bash the caller, it's fine, he, maybe you he didn't think of it. Uh, a lot of people just ignore our veterans or forget about them. And, and, if, and, and so I made the point, if you don't have the day off, and you don't have connection to to a veteran or to veterans or, or what for whatever reason, you, you just think, well, Thanksgiving's the next one. So I kept referring to it as tomorrow to try to be as relatable as possible to the greatest number of people. But thank you all for reminding me that the actual day is Saturday, uh, November 11th. That's the, the official Veterans Day. Uh, tomorrow is the the observance of it for, for a day off. Yeah, that's what, uh, if you have iPhones, they, they're sure to clarify that. Observed. Right, they'll put that for tomorrow. Yes, they have that on all calendars as well, day. ever since the beginning of time. Perfect. Okay, well, I don't have an actual calendar that I hang up anymore. Well, you did for 40 years. Well, okay, but like I remembered that. I just knew it because it was. <laughs> so is it still oh. a banking holiday tomorrow then? Are all yep. my banks going to be, damn it. Bank, okay. the banks are closed, no post office, no mail, that kind of, well, who cares so, about that? So you could go to the bank today if you need. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. All right. Good, good thinking, Brandon. I mean. Um, hey, Brandon, as long as I have you. <laughs> Uh, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, you not only see uh, Brandon uh, curing his head wound with a giant bandage, but uh, also uh, <laughs> during the next commercial break at the top of the hour, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, to make you a puppy. What's coming up, Brando? We've got a cattle dog who's an expert at playing dead. Aww. And then we have a montage of footage of doggos living their best life at Heaven on Earth for Dogs, Dogwoods Aww, Resort. Oh, yay. You got any videos for us? Horizontally record them and send them in. RAD at radradio.com. We got a holiday pile. Only 46 days to go until Christmas ho, morning. Oh, ho, ho. Yes, you are. Thanksgiving is two weeks from oh, today. Exciting. And there are 362 days until Election Day oh, 2024. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. Brian is a, a week from this Ooh. Saturday. We will be at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. They'll be serving up our rad turkey brined sandwiches with all the fixings. There'll be a full bar featuring rad Bloody Marys made with the rad Bloody Mary mix and Tahoe Blue Vodka. The Stupid Store. Superstore. We'll be on hand with little Charlie. Not little. He'll have, uh, he'll have your last minute turkey, Brian, and a ton of rad swag that you can grab as gifts for yourself uh, or your friends and uh, family. Uh, we'll have live music from Fat Man and Robin and Winterlight. The uh, Brian Apalooza uh, uh, area will be set up. We'll all be there. Uh, and uh, if, uh, if you need something to do while you're standing in line, maybe one of you is a placeholder or after you meet us, there's plenty going on there. Uh, there's cornhole, axe throwing. Uh, there's uh, there's bowling if you want to just go over there. And then you can bring the kids. They got the newest arcade in Reno stocked with awesome prizes uh, and everything from classics like skee-ball to a VR room. And uh, it's all located at 1445 South Meadows Parkway in Reno. And you can get more details at radradio.com. We talked uh, earlier in the week that Popeye's, uh, once again, is doing their, uh, their, their Cajun turkey, which you can uh, order, and they will deliver it to you frozen, and then you just have to cook it. Uh, or warm it up, I guess, technically. Uh, my wife and I did it a few years ago, as I was saying earlier in the week. I, I don't know if we got a bunk turkey or whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, the turkey was fine. It's, it is a little overcooked, which I, I, oh. I prepared for that because they got to be safe. So, so they, they, you know, they cook it to the super safe temperature and then they freeze it. Um, like so overcooked, it was like rubber. No, no, no. It's just, but, well, but that I don't. 
that could have been what I did to to offset it. I knew that that was there's no way a major corporation is going to send you a turkey that is not cooked to 165 in in the in the breast meat, um, which is what the USDA or whatever recommends. And that to me that's dry turkey. So um, since I knew that was the case, I injected it with a bunch of broth. And so I don't oh. know was 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 that me that made the turkey was fine. It was, it, but the problem there was no flavor. That, that that there was just no flavor to it. Um, but we might try it again, not this year, but maybe at some point we will. Uh, there is also this year, the return of KFC's Cajun deep fried turkey. Oh. Uh, they range between fourteen and sixteen pounds. The bird is prepared in what KFC describes as quote tender, juicy, and deliciously prepared in our classic KFC style. End quote. And is available to order now. See, now I wonder with these things, even going back to the Popeye one, where uh, one of the reasons I feel like skin was so popular is because that's where all the seasoning would be and all the taste would be right in the skin. And then when you got to the meat, it wasn't so much because whoever it was that you go to their house, they're not injecting it Mm -hmm. with anything, right? And so it's just like all in this, because that's what I hear even with the KFC one. I'm like, oh, I'm sure the skin's amazing, but what's the actual turkey going to be like? Um, So you can pre-order it uh, at least a week in advance, and you should do it earlier because they've sold out early every year. And the only thing about the... The KFC one, because I saw when I saw this story, I was reminded of they've been doing it for ten years. I'm like, why have we never done this? And and because yeah, why not? You want to try it because I want to yeah. see did, did can they deep fry a turkey? I reheat it and the skin does hold up. Yeah, exists. Oh my god. Plus, I mean, it's KFC. You got to at least give it a try. But yeah. the, the, the the glitch in the matrix for me personally on the KFC one is unlike Popeyes, who will ship it to you, you have to go to KFC on Thanksgiving morning. Uh, oh. Oh. oh, no. That's the la- I got a, I got a, I got a routine. Wow. I, I, that's the last thing I want to be doing. That's so weird because, you know, Marie Calendars, I don't know if they still do it, but they do like a whole pie thing. Oh. You can come and get pies for Thanksgiving mm. instead of making them. And, and one year, my mother-in-law, she just had her favorites from there. I'm like, fine, I'll go stand in line. And it was like you had to get them like the, the, the week leading up. They were not going to be giving it to you on that day. So you would think KFC would do something like this. Like, come the day before or the week of. And it's the same it's thing like as Popeye's. Weird. It's it's pre-cooked. You just need to reheat it. So why can't I pick it up on Monday, Tuesday, or, or Wednesday? It's, so, yeah, that's a boo. There's no extra crispy option for the KFC one. Because that's just, the oh, best version mm, of KFC yes, is the extra crispy. I don't know how they do it because there is, yeah, there's no choice. It's just, I, I would have to double check their website to see if they say. Because that's what I'm envisioning, what Kyle just said. It's all the crust on, mm. on the, the turkey mm. that's on their chicken. Oh, and their gravy going along with Ooh, it. With the mashed potatoes. Well, if you now you can you can get you can get just the turkey. Oh my gosh. Uh, but if you want to order a full Thanksgiving spread, you can get the holiday meal, which features the bird alongside sides such as family sized mashed potatoes, oh. gravy, coleslaw. Throw that away. <laughs> it's so refreshing. But yeah. not for Thanksgiving, right? right? Yeah. Uh, here's another thing you throw away: a dozen biscuits. Uh, no, oh, you gotta have on. the dinner roll yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. You have to oh. douse it in honey. So oh. stupid. Oh, so good. That was my favorite thing about hosting Thanksgiving before my wife, who insists with her southern hospitality on doing it, I would never serve rolls. No, you wouldn't. We have no rolls. We have no bread in the house. Uh, no. I'd, I'd have to smuggle some in my purse. Uh, you can also get the uh, the holiday feast, which has additional sides. So you get everything I just mentioned, but if you get the holiday feast, you also get mac and cheese, Aww. sweet corn, and for dessert, a chocolate uh, cake. Mm. My sweet corn. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving right. is uh, two weeks from today, so we have some turkey mail. If you have a question, 
And you want the perfect turkey. Send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. You got turkey questions? Email us rad at radradio.com. Remember, uh, online uh, under my section, there's a whole holiday recipe area, uh, which not only has a bunch of turkey recipes, mashed potato, uh, my wife's uh, uh, broccoli casserole recipe, which everybody loves, my mom's stuffing, uh, and the, uh, but we even have videos about how to make all of this stuff all posted at radradio.com. Uh, this is from uh, Juan. Takes Juan to know Juan. Random smart Mexican. We get this question every year at least once. We have a lot of experience with this. He says, we purchased a butterball turkey that contains up to 8% of a solution of water, which contains 2% or less of salt, natural flavors, and yada yada. (laughs) (laughs) I wish someone would put that on their ingredients. Yada yada. Am I okay to use this with... We're going to do that next year on the brine. (laughs) Am I okay to use this with the rad turkey brine, or should I buy a new one? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow, someone's doing well. My concern is it's coming out too salty. Thank you in advance. Like I said, we've we've dealt with this over the years. Um, the uh, the it's yes, the most turkeys that you buy at grocery stores, by the way, are going to have the uh, the the pre brining solution injected, and in, it'll say on the label. If you get it like a natural fresh turkey, they they won't. But you, you don't get those at most grocery stores. All you do is you because the thing with the brine is the salt is a key to tenderizing the meat. Uh, and so there is, there's a high salt content, which is why after you brine it, you have to rinse it off really well. Well, you can't rinse off the brine solution that they've injected in it. Just cut the time in half because the, there's a formula that's on the bag that says an hour per pound. So if you have an eight-pound turkey, you would usually brine it for eight hours. Well, if you have a pre-brined turkey, you still use our brine, but you only do it for four hours. Next up is this one from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Says, where exactly should the thermometer go for accurate temperature check? <laughs> On you or on the turkey? (laughs) The old-fashioned way. Yeah, that's a great question. I make my turkey every year with the brine. However, the thermometers I've been using show the correct temperature, and I'll let it sit with the foil tent. However, when I cut deeper into the breast or the legs, there's still redness. Mm. You don't want redness. As we warn you every year, if you do it right, and you you got drama queens at your house, you have to be ready for this, your your bread will do the breast meat. It's going to have a tinge of light pink. That should be there. You have not undercooked your bird. But redness, you don't want anything to do with it. Um, there's still redness. So I bought a new digital thermometer, and I'm wondering where I should place it. <laughs> I'll tell you where you want to <laughs> And what temperature should I pull the turkey out at to let it sit? The thermometer says the thermometer stays in the turkey while cooking and connects with magnets to the stove so that I don't have to open my oven. Also, should my pan go horizontally or vertically when I cook the turkey. I'll start with the last one first. I made the joke earlier about don't baste your turkey. You're opening up the oven. You're letting all the, the heat out. That, that's just that's just because you, you shouldn't have to baste a turkey that you're preparing correctly. The, the heat thing, this is a little bit overblown. Your turkey's not going to die if you open up your oven once. In fact, my, my roasted turkey recipe calls for you to open up the oven because you sear the skin first at 500 degrees, I believe it is. Don't quote me on that. All the recipes are available is. online or in the cookbooks, which you can get in the stupid store. Superstore! Um, and then you open the oven. You, t- you, you you rotate the turkey. You put some foil on it, and then you turn the oven down. Oh, my God! I opened the oven! Ah! <laughs> so to your question of horizontally or vertically, I haven't made a, a turkey in the oven for a few years because I just think there's better ways to do it. I If I if I was doing it, though, I would put it in one way. I, I would actually do probably four different directions. Horizontally. And then a quarter of the way through the cooking process, open the oven door, ah! and rotate it 180 degrees. So now it's getting 
heat from all sides on these. And then a quarter of the way from now you rotate it and it's vertical. And then a quarter of the way through, you rotate it again. I I'm not scared of opening the the oven, but it's a lot of work. Uh oh yeah yeah. <laughs> Open turn yeah. close once every forty five minutes ish. Just want to set it and forget it. Um. <laughs> So if you're if you're if you're just never gonna open your oven, I guess I would suggest horizontally. That's probably gonna get you the more even cook uh, on your turkey. The thermometer thing. Don't be fooled by this digital thermometer crap. Digital thermometers are better, but they can be faulty too. And it really is all about where you're sticking the the thermometer probe. I use four different thermometers simultaneously to to triple check it, it, when when it's time to get close to serve. And the the trick is. You want to get the pro, and I check multiple places. You want to check the breast area. You want to check the 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 drumstick area, and then there's 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 multiple places on the breast that you want to check. And it's kind of hard for me to describe on the radio where you want to do it. But you want to get the thermometer about the probe about halfway in. Make sure you're not hitting bone because that'll give you a false reading. And you say that when you go deeper, it's still red. Well then, go deeper with your thermometer. And if you're doing it right. Your your top breast meat is not going to overcook while your bottom breast meat or leg meat gets cooked. Another trick to that is when you get to that point, you can always take the turkey out. And this is why a lot of people spatchcock. You can take the turkey out at this point, and you can, you can half carve or fully carve the turkey while it's warm, not hot, and finish it in, in the oven. That, and that's a great hack. I've, I've used that before with other... Uh, versions of a turkey that I'm making where you know it's not done yet. Take the bird out, cut it up, two, two big slices of bread. You're not carving it, two giant slices of breasts. Mm. Get those drumsticks off there. Get those wings off there. That's all anybody wants. And then finish them. because And you're going to see, oh, my God, it's pink. You're also going to have a really good idea of how, how done your turkey is. And then finish them uh, after you've done all that. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. I thought I, thought I saw your hand go up. And obviously, you're not drying anything out. You know, some people be like, "Oh, if you cut into meat and it's not done, you'll dry it out." I, I would. I mean, depending on what it looked like, actually, probably even if it didn't, I would probably pour some broth over it. Okay. Just to be, uh, just to be safe. So if that turkey's facing you, you know, like the head's gone, but it's it. So the cavity is away from me. Yeah. Is that how you describe where you're putting? The thermometers. Oh, I'm going in multiple places. I'm going in from that side. I'm going in from the and cavity the side. side. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you will get different readings, but and and you're doing it with multiple thermometers. But what are your readings? You know, people are like, well, what what is your reading saying on the dark one? You're, you're going to get to two different temperatures, and I, I I they're they're printed. I think it's I think I say you take the turkey out at 155 in the breast, but I'm not sure. Please please check my recipe, which is at radradio.com, because then you want to sit and it's going to keep cooking. Uh, while it's sitting, because you, if you wait until, if I'm right, if you wait until 165 degrees to pull it out, it's going to get up to 175, 180 degrees dry turkey. It, although the brine will help you with that. If you pull it out at 155, it'll get up to 165 if I, my numbers are right, and that's where you want it to be when you serve it. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I've been a little bit distracted with all the talk about cavities and, <laughs> and, and injections and probing. Um, what? So do you use different thermometers because each one gives a different reading are you doing them are you doing four thermometers at once so i will use i will use i have four different thermometers two digital two old school and i do it because i want to because like what will usually happen is three of them will give you the same reading Hmm. and then you've got the one outlier Hmm. and i i i've experienced what aaron the letter writer has experienced so many times years ago that i finally said there's got to be a better way to do this than use one thermometer and why does it say it's done 
and you pull it out, and it's it's not my technique. It turns out it's the, the actual thermometer. So that and that now to Dawn's point, yes. Now we're into that is a lot of work. I get it. <laughs> I just don't like to screw up Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Turkeys are stressful. My God. I have zero desire to cook one. I'm 53 years old, and I will die never having cooked a whole turkey. I will give you mounds of sides. See, it's it's stressful at first. Like, the first time you do it, it because there's so many moving parts, but once you do it and you get past that initial anxiety, it's it's so easy. It, it really is. There's, there's, not, there's a lot of steps that take multiple days if you're doing it right, but once you do it, it's like, oh, that was, that was a piece of cake yeah, or but, a piece of turkey. You, you know what? It's, it, it, no, not, no, not, not for me because it's not something you – like there are things I've been intimidated to cook or even bake. But I can do those things throughout the year and get better at them and, and hone my craft. A turkey, what do you, you know, that's not a regular thing you're cooking around the house to become a master at. That's fair. You and, know, yeah. and like, one, for me anyway, right? Yeah. Like, uh-uh. That's the thing. You have to have the desire to do it. <laughs> I mean, and I just don't think you have a burning desire I, I, to even do it. I do it. not, right. no. Uh, Joe wrote in with his turkey mail question, says, what are your thoughts on using bourbon in the injection and or the brine? And how much bourbon should I use? I'm picking up my proprietary blend of the Rad Radio 2023 <laughs> Turkey brine today Yay! at the Weimar Food and Liquor Store. <gasps> Super stoked for this year's bird. Yeah, oh all my god, the, you get your bourbon there. Uh, all of the as well. Good idea. <laughs> uh, all of the uh, uh, fine vendors around Northern California, Northern Nevada that are also carrying the brine are listed at RadRadio.com. You can still order it. I think we're down to less than ten percent of our, our inventory, uh, but online we can still get it to you in time uh, at RadRadio.com in the stupid store. Super store. Uh, I wouldn't bother with bourbon in the brine. You're not going to get any real effect out of that. that I mean, that's that's. If you don't mind, if you don't mind wasting, I mean, using an entire bottle of bourbon <laughs> as an experiment, sure, give it a try. But injecting, we've talked about this for a few years. I've got four or five different injection marinades for depending on what you're going for. I would absolutely uh, do uh, do some bourbon, like maybe some bourbon and some honey oh. with some chicken broth. Uh, and, and mix it up. And it's just a matter of are you going to add any other seasonings that you're injecting? Because you can do that with some salt. But yeah. You can serve bourbon at dinner in people, glasses. People have done that as well. <laughs> By the way, Jennifer had a question because she was listening earlier to the CDC report on uh, people going to the ER uh, with, uh, with things stuck in their bodies and says, Does Rob keep saying when talking about the thermometer deeper and insert and probe on purpose after the previous dirty conversation? <laughs> Man, food talk gets sexy real quick. <laughs> Uh, this one is from Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Says, I don't actually have a turkey question, but more of an overall prep question. I know you have said in the past that a lot of your dishes you made ahead of Thanksgiving Day. So I was wondering, what all can I actually make the day before and still have it taste delicious? If uh, Is there anything you spe- specifically don't recommend prepping ahead of time? If you haven't done it before, I wouldn't do the mashed potatoes ahead of time. I do now. Um, but it, it is, I'm not bragging here, I'm just saying, it's a high degree of difficulty to know how to make mashed potatoes the day ahead of time and then be able to serve them and have them be nice and creamy and not dry it out, etc. So I would stay away from that one because you can absolutely make, quote, quote, the, the ahead of time if you're doing uh, Christina's broccoli casserole and my mom's crazy stuffing. And what you do is you prep it right up until the step of actually cooking it. Then you finish it on Thanksgiving Day. And if that's if you're like no, I want to write, but what about the, the the oven space? Okay, well, a couple things. First of all, remember, 
you're going to take your turkey out and let it rest. I think that's too long to let it rest, but a lot of people, I know Gordon Ramsay recommends like letting your damn turkey rest for over an hour. What? Oh. Um, which, and, and there's a lot of people in the culinary world that believe in that staunchly. I don't get it, and I don't see the, the, the purpose of it, but just to throw it out there. That would give you plenty of time to cook stuffing yeah. or, or broccoli casserole. The other thing, too, is please don't be afraid of your, your grill. Uh, a grill is an oven. That's all it is. And if you're not using your grill for your turkey, assuming you have one, you can use it to warm up or cook your casserole and your stuffing. And that's the other thing you can do. You can cook the, the, the broccoli casserole or the stuffing halfway, three-quarters of the way, take it out, put it in the refrigerator, and then reheat it and finish it on Thanksgiving Day uh, as well. Those would be the two I would really focus on if you're doing like a version of my uh, Thanksgiving. Well, and I would highly recommend making the lasagna the day before because it's always better the next day. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, yeah. Just reheat that yes. thing. You're good to go. What was her other question? I think you answered it. Pass you, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. thought there was more to it. Uh, oh, mac and cheese. If you're a mac and cheese person, you can absolutely do that the day before, oh, too. yeah. Jesus. Easy breezy, well, man. And you can do the same thing. You can either you can either make it up to the point of cooking it at all, or you can partially cook it and, yeah. then, and then finish it. And a lot of this stuff, you can you can cook it. Well, again, if, if we're talking about somebody in an apartment with an oven, um, it gets harder to, to, to work around all of these, you know, when you're going to reheat them and, and things like that. Uh, and I don't want to sound like out of touch or anything, but if you have access to a second oven or a grill or whatever, a lot of the stuff you can actually cook in the morning before you cook the turkey and then just reheat it when you pull the turkey out. When you take it out, so let's say, let's say you get a Thanksgiving morning and you actually cook your macaroni and cheese, which you have already prepped, and you cook it, cook it to done. Take it out, leave it on the counter, don't put it in the fridge or anything, and just let it stay hot and warm. And then when your turkey's done, pull your turkey out of the oven and then get that mac and cheese back in the oven and reheat and finish it. Well, and I feel like this is something common for maybe most people because anywhere in any home you're in or apartment, if someone thinks their plate isn't cold enough, they can put it in the microwave. Yeah, that's true. Zap it. In there the you go. Just, although, although, hopefully you're, you're a skilled microwaver because that can oh. dry out or screw up your food well like and that. if you have rules at your house like i do where you don't want things popping all over the place and then someone just sets their plate in there i hate that and there's food everywhere all in it i don't understand why somebody at my uh. house is in my kitchen using my microwave i'll be happy to do that for you get the hell out of my kitchen <laughs> anybody that's been to my house or been to one of my thanksgivings knows yeah. out <laughs> Wait. When, when, uh, when who was there? Nick and Dawn were there. The last, when we did the the Lake Tahoe Thanksgiving, oh there was God, a point. That was, was like, lovely. There was a giant kitchen. We rented a house, giant kitchen. But there was a point. It was like out back there. There's this. Here's the the police tape right here. Don't yeah. come near me. And that is exactly how he says it. He's not just being comical to be out on the air. It's out, everybody yeah. out. But the beauty of that house y'all got was that kitchen was ginormous, and there were so many islands. We could sit far off on one of the islands and still drink and True. have snacks and watch and yell at each other. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dawn. <laughs> Oh, you need drink? <laughs> that is the dream kitchen, man. That thing was amazing. Uh, Kimberly wrote in and said, I do the mashed potatoes the day ahead. I put them in a crock pot the next day. Smart. On low and warm, and it is perfectly hot and like it was made the next day without having to make them on the day of Thanksgiving. Try it. It is amazing. Yeah, no, you know what? Thank you, Kimberly. That's another thing. Don't be afraid of your crock pot mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. That is a oh. great thing to use to heat something up that you have pre-made. And look, Like the it, queso dip. Oh. If you do make the mashed potatoes the day ahead of time, uh, and you you and you would cook them to to the end. What you're gonna do is the next day, like if you put them in the crock pot, you throw some pats of butter in there uh, as it slowly cooks, and then you're just gonna adjust as it's going along. You have your milk or your cream. That's a good idea. Ready, mm. um, and uh, you probably won't need. Depending on what what uh, which one of my recipes you're using, because I use uh, cream cheese as well. 
Uh, you might want a little bit more of that. And also, I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this hack. I did this in, uh, in, in the, at the Lake Tahoe dinner. Uh, mix however many potatoes you're going to do. Let's say you're going to do 10 pounds of mashed potatoes. Do uh, seven or eight pounds of uh, russet, or not russet, of uh, um, the Yukon Golds. Oh, I love Yukon Gold. Or a, vo- a version of, of creamy potato. And then do the other two or three pounds with the uh, the white sweet potatoes. Ooh. Oh. It adds a lovely oh. hint of sweet to it. Okay. So good. And that people raved about last year, yeah, about last so Thanksgiving's, uh, not last, but the last one we did uh, mashed potatoes more than anybody you ever You can get had. away with that because white sweet potatoes are yummy and they just blend right in. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You're not going to see the I mean, orange. Yeah. And that would be disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? I mean, it might be a good, a, a, good uh, a good meal on Halloween. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer says, I'm really excited that this year Brian Apalooza is in Reno. It'll be my first opportunity to meet you guys since I was a kid. What? What? And my dad took me to some event that I can't remember. Oh, oh my god! I just hope that I can make it. I'll be 38 weeks oh. pregnant. Oh, oh, my, oh my god. But oh, still, planning to be there Whoa. with my husband and three-year-old. Oh, anybody uh, Anybody know how to uh, give birth to a child, just in, just in case? Uh, I know how to call 911. Good. And boil water. That's all we need to do. She was a child the last time she saw us, and now she's having a child. She was such a child, she can't even remember where it was. Oh, my God. We are ancient. Uh, Brian Apalooza is next Saturday, November 18th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. It's free to to attend, uh, and all the details are at radradio.com. Kimberly wrote in and said, sorry if this has been addressed in the past. It has. Oh, the song for the Christmas pile. No, that's wrong. <laughs> it's the holiday pile. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's the holiday pile. Is that Rob's wife, Christina, singing? Yes, it is. Also, what does she say at the beginning? Always, right? Yeah. yeah. Christmas lights or Christmas time? I can never make it out since I sing it out loud every time it comes on, being a fellow Christmas super fan. I'd like to do the jingle justice. Do we have that in here? We have that, right? The the Vox. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I see the I see them all here. Yep, I got it. Okay, so the whole thing was created out of a, a Vox, like an audio message app that we use, uh, and a message that Christina left me because I was asleep at the time. She had been out. Uh, she was in Dallas, and I was in Sacramento. We were doing the distance relationship early on. And uh, she had been with her mom to see Adele in Dallas. And she's driving home, not Adele, my wife. And <laughs> she she realizes the time of the year, and she left me this message, which we then turned into the Holiday Pile theme song. Ah, they're bidding at the Christmas lights at the mall. <laughs> I'm probably the, one of the few people that'll see, like, that they're partially up right now because it's, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm driving home from uh, the show or whatever. But, oh, my. It's so pretty! I can't wait till Christmas! Oh my goodness! Well, I can because I haven't shopped at all, but um, I'm so excited for all the Christmas stuff to go up. So there you got the, uh, you know, all of the things in there. Then you listen to the Holiday Pile theme song and you see it. She's saying Christmas lights. But everyone does think it's lights or time. Right. Uh, we're going to play Master Movies right now. we got a pair of tickets to see Tim Allen this Saturday. Hard Rock Live in Sacramento, 8 p.m. We'll give you a hint and play your famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> Christmas lights everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
Have you checked? For all you know, the Rad Turkey Brian is sold out already, you idiot. Get to the stupid store now at radradio.com. Uh, we got a follow-up email here from Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Uh, she had written in. She was part of uh, the uh, turkey mill. I think she was the one writing about what, what food can you prep uh, uh, before the, the actual day of Thanksgiving. Uh, and she wrote in with the subject line, Dawn, no. Says, uh, Rob, thanks for answering my turkey mail question. I am cooking a lot of food for Thanksgiving, but Dawn, lasagna will not be on the menu. Oh, you're not Sicilian. Sorry. And we're sorry for you. Too bad for you. Uh, Gregory wrote, oh, and uh, yeah, Gregory wrote, thank you so much. So, very confusing, especially for a boomer who grew up at a time where certain things uh, weren't happening on weekends. So uh, for Veterans Day, which is actually on Saturday. For those of us that have traditional Monday through Friday jobs, tomorrow is the observance of Veterans Day because it's the 10th, and the actual day is a Saturday. By the way, tomorrow is the Marine Corps birthday uh, as well. So uh, uh, Kyle had asked, are the banks going to be closed tomorrow? Yeah. And I said, yes, it's Veterans Day observance. No, 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 because banks are open on Saturday now. So you will oh, get no, mail no. tomorrow. You will get – you can go to yes. the bank tomorrow. But you can't on Saturday. You'll get no mail. I don't know who cares about that on Saturday. On, on Saturday and you can't, the banks will be closed on Saturday. So these observed holidays can be very confusing. So I apologize for the uh, misinformation that I discussed Yeah, because our mail is like junk mail because anything we do is online now, right? And or someone else's mail whose address <laughs> is no – I understand when it's close. Nowhere near – not even our street name and not even near our number. <laughs> I'm like, huh? How? Why? <laughs> and this happens – more than once. It's not like the occasional oopsie doopsie. I'm having a bad day. We got we got free <laughs> Omaha steaks the other day. What? <laughs> but but it wasn't even the post office's fault. It was it was addressed to somebody I've never heard of, but it was our address. Oh. And we've been in our house for five years, so nice. I don't know what they I'm going I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go knock it on everybody's door. I don't know. All right, baby, Surprise. just put, put these in the freezer. We'll have them later. <laughs> Master. Master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really Tickets to see Tim Allen at the Hard Rock Live in Sacramento this Saturday, 8 p.m. Uh, Mike, your caller 18. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you will guess first. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to Dan. <coughs> Hello. 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 And Craig, your caller 20. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. We are looking for. An action film from 2006. Candidates. The extent of their abilities is still unknown. Kyle saw this movie as a, as a kid, he says. Uh, it's an action film from 2006. Candidates. The extent of their abilities is still unknown. Mike, what's the movie? Is it Zoom? Mike, I gotta ask you: Did did you know that because you're a smart and you you have like a list of Tim Allen movies in front of you, or did you actually figure out the movie based on the clip? 
Uh, no, I, I have the movies in front of me, so I was looking for the year, and the only other movie is Santa Claus 3 and Shaggy Dog, so I'm like, has to be Smart. Smart. I mean, it's not like there's an endless list of Tim Allen movies. Yeah. Uh, Captain Zoom, or Jack, played by Tim Allen, as he is now known, has long since given up his career of fighting evil and protecting the defenseless. The former superhero gets back into the game when he takes a job at a private academy where he must whip into shape a ragtag group of heroes in training. Tim Allen is a classic case of a guy. He had the, he was a stand-up comic, then he did Home Improvement, wildly successful TV show, gets into movies, goes huge with Santa Claus. Oh, the, love all of them. And every other movie he chose was awful. <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> did, Toy Story doesn't count. He voiced that. He he fell yeah. ass backward as <laughs> that. What about the one he was with Kirstie Alley and they end up as Amish people? Yeah. Awful. <laughs> what about Wild Hogs? Awful. Oh, man. What a pile of trash Hogs is. Oh. We have assembled a group of 10 special candidates. The extent of their abilities is still unknown, like it was when your team arrived. We wanted your help in choosing the ones with the best potential for a new Zena team. Well, for half a million dollars in cash and prizes, let's take a look at those contestants, shall we? No. <laughs> That's it for the for the Tim Allen tickets. I'm going to be fascinated to see the level of interest in our next giveaway. I mean, people at this point, it's like, I'll go see almost anything. I need some fun. Maybe the economy's strapped. And it's not like this woman wasn't huge for a while. I don't know that she's prevalent now, uh, but she had some a couple of big hits. So starting tomorrow morning, 7, 8, 9 a.m., we have tickets for you to see Kesha. Remember Kesha? TikTok? Oh, yeah. Uh, for when, when the song first hit, uh, her big hit, TikTok, that was her big hit, everybody in radio and everything else called her Keisha. Yep. Mm-hmm. Until until the song got big enough that her, her people started calling around going, it's goddamn Kesha. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, tickets for you to see her at the Grand Sierra Resort on Saturday, November 25th. Your chance to win tomorrow morning, 789. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Mark your calendars. Wait, do people still do that? Doesn't everyone use their damn phone? Either way, Rhinopalooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. Details at radradio.com. Got this email, uh, red at radradio.com from Brad. Hi, Brad. Says, going back to a prior discussion of the Hollywood Bowl. That's come up a few times over the course of the year. My wife and I saw Ricky Gervais there back in May. Uh, Brandon is going to go see, it's not Tool, it's Maynard's birthday show? Yeah, it's his 60th birthday celebration, and he's going to be playing with his band Pussifer, um, uh, A Perfect Circle, and Primus is going to be playing too. And they're all going to be playing at some point all on the same stage at the same time. And mm. you get the bonus of you've been wanting to go to a show at Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah, this is a bucket list item for sure. So it's a, a very famous outdoor venue uh, in L.A., and it holds about 17,000 people. And uh, when my wife and I went, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a gorgeous, Gorgeous, gorgeous venue. Uh, and uh, so we've been talking about it a few different times. And Brad said, going back to a prior discussion about Hollywood Bowl, I mentioned that my wife and I would be flying from Sacramento to Burbank and back to see Kiss at the Hollywood Bowl. Mission accomplished. The venue is amazing with different ground levels, escalators, endless food. The only drawbacks are the wooden bench seating and the stacked parking where you cannot leave until the vehicle's packed in front of you. Leave, but well worth it. The bench seating, yeah, okay, I mean... It, it's just different, uh, and uh, I just now you know it's if you're if you're gonna go, the parking, never drive to Hollywood Bowl, always Uber. Or my wife and I stayed close enough that we walked. Uh, it is a nightmare. In fact, when we were walking out, uh, it, you know, it took us a good I don't know 15 minutes to walk from where we were uh, to where we were staying, 
and I don't think we saw a car move in the actual oh, parking damn. lot. Oh, God, it's, no. it's, it's a mess. And Hollywood Bowl, also where Bugs Bunny conducted the orchestra <laughs> with that opera guy. <laughs> That's true. Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. <laughs> Wow, and I mean, that's how amazing it is. Not even Kiss could screw it up. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, going back to earlier in the morning, we uh, re- we uh, uh, read off some of the items in the uh, CDC report uh, that uh, 280,000 Americans wound up in the ER last year because of objects stuck inside their bodies, oh, whether it be their nose, their ear, their genitals, their rear end. Ah! Uh, and uh, so, so many of you have shockingly uh, experienced with this, stories of it, people in the medical industry. Uh, Angie wrote in says, I work in pathology billing, and we do see some reports for foreign body removal. One of the many, many things I've stopped and gone, hmm, was a man who had orange peels stuck so far down his thingy, he had to have them surgically removed. And I was baffled as to how that happened. What? Yeah, you have to have a lot of determination to cram those things in there. There Do you hate yourself? Many, many other things in the 20 years I've been here. Oh, my gosh. And more than one. Is this all in one sitting or over time? I I don't have those details. God. Maybe he wanted to give his partner an orange creamsicle. You can get vitamin C another way, too. Um, Orange Julius. One of our uh, many... (laughs) <laughs> One of our many Juans wrote in. Takes Juan to know Juan. Red is part Mexican. Because uh, remember, it wasn't just the salacious uh, uh, genitals. It's all the body parts, including things people swallowed. Uh, Juan says, listening to these stories of all the random things being shoved in places reminds me of the time my brother and I were playing at the community playground. We were like four or five. We were playing alone. A group of three boys walked into the park, and they were the troublemakers of the neighborhood. Mm, Riff <laughs> Oh, I was. I showed up my skateboard and uh, spray paint and a BB gun. <laughs> These kids would steal our bikes, smash our toys. Oh. And they even poured sugar into my dad's Broncos gas tank once. I, I was not that mean. Oh, okay. my yeah. gosh. They were 11 and 12, and they were a nuisance, to say the least. My parents told us to come home and get out of there whenever they came around. My brother and I weren't paying attention, noticed them too late, so I sacrificed myself to allow my younger brother to get a head start and run home. The three boys caught me, beat me up, pinned me down, and poured sand into my ears. These are rotten children. They're they're, they're sadistic. These these are the tortured animals. Right. Exactly. They let me go home. I ran home crying, and my mom ended up having to take me to the ER where they squirted water into my ear with a syringe to loosen up the sand and have it flow out and into a dish that was held under my ear. Oh, poor thing. Awful. That is awful. Uh, Then there's this one from Morgan. Hey, Morgan. I work in the emergency department. Things in holes they shouldn't go is a regular complaint. (laughs) This is the list from last month where he works. Oh, okay. Or she. Light bulbs, cucumbers, plugs, shampoo bottles, Halloween decorations. Oh. <laughs> All wound up in people's places they shouldn't have. Oh. Like what kind of decorations? Like the spider web, a whole pumpkin? What are we talking? Right. Can you just wash it off and reuse it type of decoration? Uh, Do you want to take depend, this home? Depends on where it was. I mean, if it was in your ear, sure. A little skeleton hanging out of your ear. Uh-huh. Yeah. The most memorable time, though, was a grown adult male who came waddling into the emergency department. He wouldn't tell us exactly what was wrong, but he said he felt bloated and he was having difficulty going number two. Oh, no. We did an x-ray on his abdomen. We were shocked when the results came back. On the x-ray, everything looked great. Organs, lungs, bowels, everything was normal. 
except for the giant silhouette of a football in his stomach. Oh, stop it. A football? Stop it. No, no, like a standard size football. Or a Nerf ball. Yeah, what are we talking about? The small little uh, kid ones? College or pro? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. We walked back into the room and asked if there was anything he didn't tell us that we should know, and he admitted that he had put a glass football trophy up his rear end four oh, days ago. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my Ooh. gosh. Oh, my gosh. No. Touchdown. Long story short, <sighs> we had to have him on all fours on the hospital bed, lightly sedated and on pain medications, with multiple staff members' hands up his rear end, oh. yelling at him to push it out at the no. same time as grasping the slippery glass football. He's giving birth. If you have ever seen a cow giving birth, it was a very similar image in my head. Are things still working okay? And when the football finally came out, the force of pushing so hard damn near shot it across the room. Did somebody catch it or was it an incomplete pass? This happened over five years ago and the staff still talk about it to this day. I wonder if he took the Browns to the Super Bowl after the football was out. Let's get to Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. No, I'm not going to talk about the Republican debate last night. Jesus. Oh, come on. Uh, we start with... What the hell kind of email is that? We talk with... We start with... I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. People look, really get into their politics. I didn't I'm, even I'm watch it. I, I didn't even know there was one until I opened my news feed this morning. And I was like, oh, wow. Is that tonight? Oh, it already happened. Okay. Uh, for when, when Rob's change, we start... I will, I'll talk about it when it matters. Let's go back to this. Uh, uh, we start with Chris, the princess spreadsheet in the gay area. Bay area. Says, uh, we had an idiot guest this morning at 630. <laughs> but no one should have been surprised after the contestant forgot she was on mute and almost got cut off. True. So, heading into today's 9.30 plane, we still have 16,800 possible answers remaining, which is still a .006% chance of winning with the next guess. For comparison, it's a 1,000 times more likely that an American man aged 15 to 44 has had a vasectomy. I would say that includes me, but I'm older than 44. 15? Why? That's just the age group. It doesn't mean anyone at 15 has had a vasectomy. That's how, just how they break That's things down. That's what they down. put you down in. Uh, let's get our fifth guess. For uh, WinRob's change, you've had uh, three guesses. Well, you've had four guesses, but only three clues because that moron at uh, 6.30. <laughs> if you give us the right amount of money, you win it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18. Gets to WinRob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio, home of the 2023 Turkey Brine, available right now at radradio.com. Stupid store. Got this email, RAD at radradio.com. Uh, Monday morning, uh, Rad Radio returns to the Sacramento Airways. We're still and always have been on Rock 104.5 in Reno. And now we have Rad Radio 104.7 FM and 890 AM. And it's called that because it's all us all the time. You get the live morning show, you get best of segments, classics, and then the uh, morning show repeats during the afternoons. It'll all start Monday. Wilson says, I have a quick question. Wilson! I'm sorry! (laughs) (laughs) About you coming back to the Sacramento Airwaves on Monday. If you already addressed this, I apologize. We have not. But I want to make sure to support you in this endeavor as much as I can. Thank you, Wilson. Appreciate it. That's nice. From the perspective of ratings, what is the best option to show our support? Tune in a terrestrial radio 
Download a new app or continue using the Rad Radio app. If your goal is to is is to make sure our radio ratings are as high as they can be, you would listen on the traditional way, in the traditional way, on the radio, whether it's in your car or your office or whatever. All we really care about is that you listen. It'll all work out in the end, but that's the easiest and quickest way uh, for uh, us to actually see the, the ratings uh, on the radio side, whether it's in Reno or Sacramento. Uh, we mentioned uh, earlier this morning, for some reason, Tonight is Thursday Night Football. Oh, it was during the pressure cooker. Was one of the questions. Uh, and uh, that means we have our pigskin picks. Team Don Pitches. Pitches. Where uh, everybody, were you far away and then you came in? Yes, <laughs> I was. Uh, uh, we're uh, all of us, plus Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com. Uh, and the, the, I think we got one email because everybody else had already known it, but we didn't do a Mix Picks podcast yesterday. And it was Steve's fault, not mine. <laughs> he's out of town, yeah, right? He's traveling yeah. for work. <laughs> what? Um, so. Yes, a travel. <laughs> I thought you did everything from a computer. He watches sports. <laughs> so uh, we'll return next Wednesday uh, with the Mixed Picks podcast at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Uh, but uh, we all make our picks for the NFL winners and losers and no point spreads. Now, remember, uh, for before Monday Night Football this past week, Don had a one-game lead over Steve. Oh, that's right! They picked different teams ah! to win. Oh, my God! Oh, my on Monday God! Night. Oh, did I choose poorly? Steve had the Chargers. Don had the Jets. Don chose poorly. Ah! And so, uh, we now have a two-way tie in first place. Uh, Don and Steve have a seven-game lead over me. This is where it starts, because in the end, Steve's going to win. He does for the past 25 years. Well, yeah, uh, 24 of the 25, whatever it is. Uh, uh, Brandon's nine games back, and Kyle is ten games damn it. Uh, behind. So, we use Steve as the arbiter, whether he's in first uh, or not, and now he is. Kyle, uh, it's okay, because who's ever second place is just as bad as you as last place. We're all losers. So we're uh, not number one. Uh, Steve and I disagree on only two games, so even if I get both of them right, I'll only pick up a couple games on them. Steve and Don disagree on four games. Whoa. This has worked out for me in the past. You know, look, if if you get two right and two wrong, you guys will stay tied okay. for another weekend. I will have to pay attention on Sunday. Brandon and Steve only disagree on one game Whoa. this weekend. And of course, it's because Brandon is going with his Raiders. Raiders. Which I am too. I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle and Steve disagree on five games. Right. Tonight it's the, uh, the, the oh, and, and tonight's one of them, by the way. Uh, Kyle is the only one that has taken the Panthers, uh, who are on the road. Uh, they're the worst team in football with Ooh. a one and seven record. Well, who are they playing again? The Bears, the second yeah. worst team in the football, yeah. with a two and seven. Uh, right, but they're at home, record. so they have the advantage. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the it's that insight that got you to first. <laughs> We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees with Rustage. With Rustage. Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough star of change with rough change. What I want with rough change. What I want with rough change. Caller 18 to win Rob's change. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, anybody. Good morning. <laughs> we are looking for guest number five. Give us the right amount of money and win it. 219.37. $219.37 does not violate any of the three previous clues. $219.37. You lose. Oh, man. You're <laughs> <laughs> 
219.37 is too high. The correct answer is lower than $219.37. Your next chance to win Rob's change comes up tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. This time of the year, all brine all the time. Get your brine and get details about Brine Appalooza 2023 online at radradio.com. Got this email from Matt. Hey, Matt. Says, uh, hold on, hold on, that's wrong. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see. Totally prepared. Everything's good. Matt says, Tegan, my five-year-old daughter is your biggest not-fat little fan. And her favorite part of the birthday jingle that she always sings is, Happy, happy birthday, punch you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Her birthday is today, and it would be epic if you could give her a shout-out so that she can hear that on her way. Oh, happy, happy birthday, now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, or we'll punch you in the face. Uh, also, Robert wrote in. Hey, Robert. We were talking about uh, our pigskin picks. We do them every week. Cheats, bitches. We pick winners and losers, no point spreads. Uh, well, and, I pick winners. And uh, we, uh, <laughs> we include uh, Steve Mickelson from Mixed Picks. Woo, woo, uh, woo. And uh, 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 going into Monday night's game earlier this week, Dawn had a one-game lead over Steve, <sighs> but they picked opposite teams, Damn and it. Steve's team won. So Boo! they're tied as they go into a week. That was it. Uh. Uh, and so Robert says, the loss of joy from Dawn's voice as she heard that she had lost on Monday was gold. <laughs> she was riding high the past few weeks being first on the rad team. But now that she's tied with Steve, oh, how her tone has changed. Well, of course it has. I had to ride high and be obnoxious because this happens every year. Steve ends up winning somehow. Rob's usually ahead of Steve, and then Steve comes out winning. Mm-hmm. I'll do well, and then brrr. I've just been waiting for my time to sink. By the way, when you say uh, Steve comes uh, out of nowhere somehow, it's because he's a professional that's been doing this his entire life. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we are competing against the the the, the ultimate gorilla in the room. Professional schmermeshnals. I mean, I love Steve and all, <laughs> but I mean, even all those guys on your damn shows are wrong. So I don't know if being a professional, and it might just be luck. All of the guys <laughs> on my damn show are all wrong. You know, the damn shows you guys watch. Yeah, but that's a lot of uh, superlatives there, because not everybody's wrong all the time. But your favorites are superlatives. If you are a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap via email from Allegedly Working Americans of what you missed on today's show, Graham. We're going to actually do things in reverse order this morning. Uh, If you watch us live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, during commercial breaks every day, we give you a different question of the day. You email in your answers and we save them until the end of the shoe. Uh, so that every, uh, all the garbage cans can't participate. Brandon, what was today's question? What is one thing you think most people have and never appreciate enough, and why? Got some interesting <laughs> answers. Uh, Jill wrote in and said, Sometimes I see the most beautiful sunset, and I am stopped in place by awe, Ugh. staring at its beauty. And I then notice people walking by in a hurry or looking right? at their phone, not even noticing the most brilliant artwork in the yes. sky. Yes. I mean, that is something everyone has, has access to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's free every night. It is. I mean, it, it, beauty is, though, in the eye of the beholder. And it's okay that you, somebody else is not impressed by something that you are. And they might, you might say, oh, look at the sunset. And I go, I don't care. And that's okay. It's just, it's like that's any weird. form of art. Yeah, okay. Well, you can it's think weird it's weird. It's like a sunset. Okay. That's your, that's your opinion. That's your judgment. I mean, it's just, it's like, if we all liked the same things, it'd be a pretty boring place. No, it really would, but 
It, yes, but we also can like have fun judging that they don't like a sunset. I'd love to sit and talk to somebody who doesn't Weird. love a sunset. Why is that? What, did it, did the sun burn your eyes as a child? <laughs> you, 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 you know, did your dad die by jumping off a cliff at sunset? But do you hate beauty? Does it make you sad because it's the end of the day? Aww. Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't ask a stupid question like, do you hate beauty? Because beauty is completely, as we said in the beginning, in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, but I don't really want to know. It's just weird. And teach his own whatever. That's fine. We don't need to get in a deep convo about Totally it. sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally sounds like, yeah, dude, you just do whatever you want. Yeah. You know who's really missing out on sunsets? Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to step on your joke because I was just going to say the blind, but you went with Stevie Wonder. So I have a dumb one that someone would go, that's stupid. There are times, and I've said this before, where I'll be in the parking lot of a shopping center. And, you know, those are hustle, bustle, this or that, but there'll be trees. And all these birds making the most beautiful noises. And no one stops to listen to that. And it's like a song. And I'll just stand there and go, God, this is amazing. And everyone, no one notices. Well, uh, uh, not everybody that's not doing what we're doing is ignoring things. Sometimes there's just life is going no, on. That's what we're, I'm saying. We're busy. Yeah, I'm not judging them. I'm I, like, well, they would probably look at me and go, why are you stopping for the singing of birds? Well, no. I mean, if you have time that day, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it, but like, if, if somebody were to, like, if somebody were to say to me, why aren't you noticing the birds? I'm like, I notice them, but I'm busy. I got to go somewhere. Right. Of course. You're judging them. You're saying nobody's oh noticing my God. them. No, and I'm just saying. I was trying to put myself down. You, you, oh. you, you literally <laughs> said no listening. one is noticing them. You don't know that. Oh my you God. You don't know that many of those people are no, not noticing I them. Don't. Thank it you. It appears as if no one is <laughs> noticing them. God dang you and your dumb mm. words. I broke her. I can I can oh. I can uh, I can tell what Don is trying to say because I feel like we all get oh. lost in the hustle and the bustle. Maybe you could be more eloquent. And shut up! It's it's just hit the little thingy, the show by thing. We, uh, we still have ten minutes. Whatever. It's, so what? <laughs> Fill it with dumb music. Brando, you were saying. Well, uh. I was just saying we do get lost in the hustle and the bustle. It's hard to stay present and go, oh, look at the beautiful sunset or listen to those it beautiful is. birds. Yeah. I could see that. Sure. I can understand where Dawn's yes, coming from. Of course, yes, that is true of some people. But not everybody is doing that that you're observing at the time. My, my best friend's in town. I love her so much. She's been such a help this week because I don't have my arm, my right humorous bones broke. And, um, you know, I, I got my routine in the morning, right? And once I go outside, it's like, let's get in the car and go. And we walk out. She's like, the first day she's taking me to work. She looks like, oh, my God, look at the moon and the star right there. I'm like, yeah, great. Let's go. <laughs> oh, See? It was pretty door. this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm off shop, shop. I'll look at it later. So the question, Brando, was what's something everybody has but they don't appreciate? Yeah, what most people have and never appreciate enough. Uh, John says, I'll go with an obvious one here. Easy access to affordable, clean drinking water. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything, that's, anything that's first world, oh, we all take man. it for granted. I was going to say parents. Oh, wow, yeah. when we lived out on property and you lose your sewer system because mm. of septic yeah. or your water, mm -hmm. I, every time I use a toilet still to this day, I'm like, oh, isn't that lovely? And then I don't have to get bottled <laughs> water to try and boil or feed a bunch of livestock. Oh, right? God. Just like, yeah. Uh, Cherie uh, said, what about dogs? More than half of uh, the people I know see them as property, not as family. I, Makes me sad. I very yeah. much dislike people. That yeah. Do that. And I, I, I think I think a lot of those examples, some of them are just scum. 
Um, but a lot of them are just people that just don't have the capability. And, and that's it's more sad to me than anything that you don't have the capability to connect to, the, to, the, to your, whether it's a dog or a cat or anything, to this living thing that you're supposed to be taking care of and the, the joy that they can bring you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it is a sad one. I would prefer they don't own a dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Right? I know. Uh, this one is from Meg. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Most people have never known what it's like to be truly hungry. When I was seven years old, my father was seriously injured and hospitalized for months. We had no money and rapidly lost everything. For 18 months, I was always hungry. Most of the time, the only meal I had every day was the school lunch, and my mother was too proud to accept food stamps. My sibling and I still deal with health issues from the malnutrition Mm. that we suffer. Whoa. So sorry. Uh, Rachel went large. Our freedom is often one of the most taken advantage of. Amen. Most Americans do not realize how good they have it. Still, uh, still, compared still. to the rest of the world. A hundred percent. Oh, by the way, working plumbing is also something you should always be thankful for. Oh, yeah. Uh, Randall says one thing most people have that they don't appreciate enough might be a refrigerator. We know because a few years back, ours croaked. We, a family of five, had to use coolers for our food for over a week until the process of buying a new one and getting it delivered was completed. When the the uh, few years ago, before we had our backup generator at Williams Manor, uh, and the rolling blackouts, the forced blackouts started during uh, fire season, we went through this, uh, and they weren't at the time they weren't preparing you for it, and so we had to scramble, and, and we because we are in a p- position of fortune, uh, we were able to quickly get as much out of the coolers as we could, drive down here to the studio, <laughs> pack the freezer uh, uh, at the studio, what a pain, uh, and then. Had to stay at a hotel, which we were able to get and, and afford. But yeah, yeah. I, I, and we, and even with all of that, we still lost hundreds of dollars worth of food. Mm. And I thought about people, and I mean, we're talking about, again, very fortunate. We've got our fridge, we've got our meat fridge. And I thought about people who didn't have access to any of that, who lost a, a fridge freezer, their only one, hundreds of dollars of food in it, and they, they could barely afford to replace it if they could. I don't even know if you boys know these books exist, because I would imagine no boy has ever read one. The Little House on the Prairie book oh, series. Oh, I hate them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, so one of my friend's garbage. kids had, had read it, right? And so it reminded my friend of them, and she was like, God, you know, right now I crave that, because they literally didn't know anything that was happening except right there within their proximity. And she's like, I mean, yes, you know, worrying about dying and disease and no plumbing (laughs) or refrigeration, but you know. (laughs) All right. Uh, Also this morning, the big thing that took over the show was the CDC report of uh, last year, 280,000 Americans uh, wound up in the ER. These are adults now uh, who that we were talking about, although kids were were on the list as well uh, for doing stupid things like shoving batteries up their nose um, for, uh, um, for lodging things in their body and it's everything from ears nose things they swallowed and yes the genitals uh and the rear end and one of the things in the Uh. ears uh were uh were cigarettes and a dude wrote in and said yeah back when we were in the army uh before they had earplugs we were we would use cigarettes and and every now and then we'd have to go to the medics and, and get it removed uh justin wrote in said when i was younger my first concert that i was ever able to go to was a new kids on the block concert uh and i was in first grade my mom and i went and, of course, like any boy band, there was a teenage girl behind us screaming her lungs out, and I couldn't enjoy the show. So mom took a couple of cigarette butts, shoved them in my ears, and they sufficed as earplugs for a while. And it wasn't until I started complaining that my mom turned around and looked at this girl, and her mother told her that if she didn't shut up, she was going to rip her little throat out. Oh, my. Oh. Needless to say, we were able to enjoy the rest of the concert for the rest of the evening. Wow. What was, what was the purpose of the story? Cigarette butts in the oh. ear. 
And he was thing, sticking things in holes. And he was hanging tough. And threatened child <laughs> abuse. Yeah. Uh, and then we got this email from he's a, he's a corrections officer doesn't want his name used, says at the jail. Oh boy. The inmates call Friday ladies' night. Feeling oh. <laughs> oh. right. What? Because the dinner is two hot dogs over chili. It earned the name because over a dozen cases in the jail of female inmates getting hot dogs stuck in both orifices, oh, often boy. citing the chili as the lube. No. Oh. Oh. Stop it right now. Stop it right now. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Two inmates actually had to be med-flighted out because they waited so long to report it. Oh. They had severe infections and live maggots living <laughs> in their bodies. Oh. We'll be back tomorrow. Adios! So long! Very well! Dar! Bon voyage! Toodle-oo! Ah, uh, so long! Bye-bye! Ta-ta! Bye, everybody! Bye-bye! Sayonara, dude! So long! Bye-bye! Bye-bye now! Bye! See ya! Bye-bye! <laughs> so long, stink town! Well, goodbye! And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven! God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.